2: Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? Means there are no more holidays for like three months or something crazy, right? You count Labor Day. Did that one already happen, or is that the next one?
3: I think Labor Day is September. The only reason why I know that is because my birthday is around that that day. Hey, when's your birthday? September fifth. All right. And I think that is Labor Day.
4: Happy Thank early birthday. There you yeah. go. It's a holiday. 505-246-0610. <laughs> Wish Robert Buck G. Gibson an early happy birthday. Aww.
2: <laughs> I love that. You and Brandon Ortega. I, I have a birthday?
3: story, but I'll wait for the break to tell you guys about an early birthday wishing that I got. Like I'm a very important person.
2: You, like a relative? <laughs>
3: a super relative.
2: Okay. <laughs> like one that should know. Yes. Also, you're adopted, so this could be a lot of people.
3: No, it's one person. Okay. One person.
2: Do you still identify as adopted, or do you grow out of that?
3: No. Not at all? No. It depends on how your adoption went.
2: I don't know. Is this like a Batman thing? Like yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> exactly.
4: That's exactly how it is. Or more of a Robin thing. Right? More of a Robin. Robin. A yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, little Dick Grayson. You talking about a yeah. little Dick Grayson
1: here?
4: That, that's the best Robin, yeah. What? There are others?
3: That's yeah. the one
1: I know of. Oh, there's
4: a lot of other Robins. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I
1: believe he He's was also- the best
4: potential Robin.
2: Wasn't he also Dick Grayson, though?
3: No. What was his name? You're talking – see, this isn't how we're going to start the show. But anyway, (laughs) Dick Grayson was the guy – his parents were in a uh, trapeze, remember? Yes. So – but that's not the only Robin.
2: There's
3: other Robins whose parents weren't. Today's I-9 varsity.
2: Today's I-9 varsity of Robins. Mm -hmm. Okay. So today's I-9 varsity, the I-9 varsity of Robins.
4: This could go a lot of directions. Yes, it I'm can. very That's
2: excited. Awesome. We're going to do that at 5 p.m. That's good. Get us when you get out of the office. Got a good program today, 415. Head coach of your New Mexico Lobos. Danny Gonzalez joined us on the program. Let's go. What a, yeah. Let's yeah,
4: what a dude. Let's go.
2: Well, we're going to have Coach Gonzalez on my on Coach Hudson. Ron Hudson of your New Mexico Highlands Cowboys will join us at 530. That's going to be pretty good, so we're going to talk both football programs. Uh, no one from State. What's up, State? You don't want
4: to... 505-246-0610. <laughs> Are you representative of New Mexico State University yeah. football and want to give Robert Buckley yeah. Gibson an early birthday <laughs> shot at <out. laughs> Also, 545 Anthony Garcia will join
2: us. He's the owner and head coach of the Duke City Diamondbacks, and that's the women's professional football team here in town. They're heading to Nashville this weekend as they're playing for the ship, boys.
1: Boom. They're
2: playing It's a the big deal. That they Ring. a ring.
1: some?
2: They get rings?
4: Is that a ring or a trophy situation?
2: I can't answer this question. Yeah, I don't want to say it wrong because everyone gets a ring, right? I don't
3: I, know, but in the climate we're in, we want to make sure we're not saying get the ladies a ring.
1: Mm,
2: See yeah.
5: what I'm saying?
3: Could be anything. Yeah, we'll
2: get find out. Onion rings?
5: What?
3: What?
2: Griff? <laughs> Steph Griffin making the show go around today. Griff, how are
3: you?
5: I'm doing great. How are you guys?
3: Good, good, good. We can see that um, you eating healthy is not going good because you want to talk about <laughs> no, onion <and> rings. Then <laughs> I started
5: thinking about <laughs> onion rings.
3: <laughs> We've never had Jerry Kill on the program.
2: Is that a fact? We need to do that. Let's reach out. Yeah, well, let's do that. It's on our to do list this week. Okay. Have Jerry Kill on. No ice isotopes today. That's sad. Tomorrow they are at Sacramento, but it's a full three hours of your boys every day this week because when they're on the west coast, the best coast, that uh, well we go to seven is what it is. so the afternoon game is a little interesting on Wednesday, so they are twelve forty five till conclusion, mm. so the boys will immediately follow the game We're TBD yeah,
4: yeah TBD with no ETA I am off oh. th-
2: I am off Thursday and Friday as I'm on assignment in Denver for a thing, so I'll be up there for that. You boys got the controllers when I'm not here. I figured it out. ESPN put out a top 10 list of quarterbacks today, boys. I just don't know about this thing. I hate top 10 lists. I hate everything about them. I don't understand how anyone not named Tom Brady is not number one, but I have the list here. Which way do you want me to go?
4: Oh, I think number one with the guy who won two straight MVPs. That's a pretty easy number one.
2: So you want to start at number one and go to 10? Number one on this list is Aaron Rodgers. Are you familiar with his work? Correct. Regular season or postseason? Just says 20. (laughs) Because it's not postseason. He don't win no games.
3: Yeah, this must be, it's got to be regular season.
2: Well. Is the top ten list actually for terrible tattoos?
3: Is that what the top ten list is for? has Has he told us what that tattoo is? Or what it means? I or
4: feel like Van waiting. knows Van. What's this tattoo mean? I don't know about his tattoos. Yeah, he has.
2: He
3: oh. said that he was going to
4: tell us later.
2: Yeah, this is as bad as it gets. Yeah. Is
4: it a punch of karma thing?
2: It is a punch of karma thing. Let me try to describe it to you. Um And like internet sleuths have been all over this, but it's a, what? how would you describe it, Robert? A perfect circle. It's a perfect circle, yeah. And then it's- below it, another perfect circle. Right. And it. It intersects like an upside-down snowman, Mm -hmm. and then inside of it, obviously, is two lions. Two lions. One is,
3: like, talking? Or is it roaring?
2: I would say one is, like, like a see-no-evil lion, and the other one is, like, a hear-no-evil Yeah. Okay. I got it
4: pulled up. I'm with you now.
2: And then over the top is a Doctor Strange center of the (laughs) forehead eye. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. And then surrounding it is the two-men-on
4: logo little Tron shooty-lining lights. (laughs) Yeah, I think those are some kind of chemical symbols. Maybe yeah. uh, dopamine and norepinephrine. I'm not sure. They I'd... may They may also be... Maybe what's... Uh... Is this astrology, Robert? You're into this.
3: No, I'm not. The uh, only thing I could say about this is it definitely was... Rep... It Retrograde. Was... Yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> it was recommended by Kyrie Irving. Had to be. Kyrie right. Irving is the only person who could recommend this tattoo.
2: From the live chat, happy birthday, Robbie Gibson.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> the... I think this is just what the visions you see when you're on psychedelic drugs i mean this is just a mushroom trip on his arm now the
2: that's all that is well you're leaving off the very yeah. most important part before you come to that conclusion is how it's all resting on an oriental like a hand fan mm-hmm. like an expandy hand fan I'm sure that's what that is that's not what that is it's gotta be okay it could also be a shuttlecock with the feathers broken loose and open and what it is is it's all ba- balanced on top of that, and then at the very bottom, the tip of a sword.
3: Van, is that what that is? Or an upside down tie? I don't know what it is. This is everything that's ever been on Earth, <laughs> except for dinosaurs. Yeah, that's it. That is Who very intricate.
4: Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers.
2: And I can't tell from the photo if it's on his arm or his calf.
4: And I—that's his arm. How... That's his forearm. Okay. And I love like the little. Uh, Tiny, crappy games, a tic-tac-toe. He's got sprout everywhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's just random there, everywhere. It's not good. That took a long time. Compared to a lot of bad tattoos I've seen, this is mediocre. Tattoo fast, it, it could be worse. Well, okay, you got to- I kind
5: of like it,
1: uh,
4: Griff. Oh, come on. Good job, Griff. Damn it. Well, you got
3: to- Van, when you look at tattoos, you got to look at how much money the person is worth. hmm and that's my first thing. Right. So if this is going to be his first tattoo at
4: 38, it's, it's out there. So this is the worst tattoo you can get at a tattoo festival, but this is the best tattoo you can get in jail. There you go. Yeah.
2: The tattoo festival is recently in town, and I yeah. saw a lot of really bad tattoos mm-hmm. on social media this week.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: If Aaron Rodgers was at that, at that festival, I wouldn't be surprised.
3: I don't know what all this. This does have like
4: a little Albuquerque vibe to it. Yeah, it's got. Some well, there, but there's ocean. It's, it's very astrological. Yeah. And there's I'm just a lazy. circle with an ocean in there. Space dust. Like, yeah. I don't know what this is. A really happy and a really forlorn lion. Oh, good word. Ooh. Now. As we are all aware, lion means
2: Jesus. We all know that, right? Oh, really? That's the lion of Judah. This is that you referring a, a to? The lamb
3: was. Get your animals right, man. I think he's both, isn't he?
5: Well, wasn't Gabriel like in the dungeon with the lions?
3: <sighs> yeah, but the, Jesus. Oh man, Daniel. This, this is not good. G- like
2: judgment.
5: <laughs> maybe like a judgment day mm-hmm. or judgment.
3: So
2: is that what you think it is? You think you think it's the yin and yang of good Ooh. Jesus and
4: evil Jesus? Is there an evil Jesus? I think all the Jesuses are good Jesuses. All right, sorry. Except for like that big gap in between he was like 13 and 27.
2: (laughs) 33 is when he got back to business. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the
5: questionable years.
4: I guess Tina is. (laughs) The Bible kind of leaves out the 13 to like 27 years, and I know what I was doing in those years. And I wouldn't have put it in a Bible. Not
2: in, I, that's, not, that's not for God's eyes. He started
4: strong and ended strong, though. So let's keep that in mind.
2: It's not. It, okay. If you have a yin and yang of good Jesus and bizarro Jesus, mm. like, I, to me, and I don't know a ton about religious tattoos, put a little closer to the heart. So I don't feel like the forearm is the
3: spot. Yeah, the forearm's not it.
2: It's not, this is not the hotness. There's also, like, these are astrologicals, right, the signs. So, like, arrow with a line through it, that means, like, something. Yeah, it's like an intricate sundial
3: or something. I don't know.
2: I think you're right, man. I think it's a combination of, like, chemistry lines that, like, none of us paid attention to in high school, but
4: also. No, I think it's only astrological. When I first looked at it, it looks like, you know, chemical formulas for, you know, caffeine or nicotine or any other thing. But now I think that's just astrology. All right. So what I
2: just did, boys, is I flipped the photo upside down, and now it's completely different. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So they're not actually lions staring at each other. It's an
4: um, old couple making out. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah.
2: Here's the thing. He and all of his ex-fiances also got it at the same time. So they're
4: still That's nice. Yeah,
2: connected through um, the boundaries of whatever.
4: How do I rotate it? I do want to see this upside down. Now, now that you mention it, <laughs> just pick your computer up. Yeah, just just literally hold it. it.
2: Yeah, f- turn your phone over.
4: Weird. Then it'll auto adjust.
2: Danny Gonzalez at 4:15. You gonna give us an update on the state of the football team? We're pretty excited about this one actually because, well, number one, we haven't really talked Lobos football since they helped out Locker 505. And that's because they, they get actually time off during the summer. But now they're, they're on their way back. They're going to do the whole thing. And then uh, I'm, I'm predicting the New Mexico Lobos to go undefeated this season. So let's see how Coach Gonzalez feels about that. Oh, good. Tumon on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. Happy birthday, Brandon Ortega. Enjoy your New Mexico vodka. Tell her vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Oh my God. I can't believe we're only 54 days away from the 2022 kickoff for your UNM Lobos versus Maine. And joining us on the program, head coach of the aforementioned UNM Lobos, Danny Gonzalez. Welcome to the program, yeah. brother.
6: What's up, guys? How are you guys
2: doing? I mean, we're doing good, coach. Just wondering if you wore out every, uh, every golf course here in town yet.
6: Uh, I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, we're, we're running out of time, though, playing golf. I've only got about two more weeks to to get as much as I can in because once July 28th comes, those clubs go away until almost April.
4: Dang. Dang. Is it, hold on. Let me check my phone real right, quick. Check I, your I, phone real quick. No, for, no
2: missed calls. No <laughs> missed calls. <laughs> no <laughs> missed, <calls. laughs> no yeah. missed
4: texts from Coach G. Interesting. Hey, mm. Van, we need a fourth. Yeah. Nothing. Trying Those to crickets. Trying to play thirty
2: six uh, today.
6: That that selfish son of a gun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what are the boys doing? They got a couple of weeks left. They in the weight room. They back on campus yet? What's what's going on with the team?
6: Today was the first day back in the weight there room. There we they go. The yeah. Fourth of the Fourth of July week off. So we got after them a little bit today. The true freshmen are are here in town, uh, officially a part of of us now. So we got to. Beat them up a little bit this morning at 6 a.m., and then the veterans come at 8 and 10. So that was good. Uh, we'll have about three weeks left in the weight room before we start fall practice. So it's uh, we're cranking up. Now Is kind of more get them into shape so that we can beat the tar out of them for the first two weeks of fall camp and then get them ready to play Maine on September 3rd.
4: Did uh, Adam Gay skip one day of the gym while he was on break? <laughs> There's no way. One day? Did he, did he take one day off?
6: He did not. He, uh, <laughs> the gym was open – uh, every day, and then he goes beyond that, his dad runs all the sports and wellnesses here in town, so he has a a membership over there that he takes advantage of so he 's uh i mean you guys saw you sent me the uh, when that the comedian was giving a hard time on him. he is exactly what that comedian said he 's a big <laughs> uh, smart, good person meathead i mean and that 's what we want i mean he's, he he 'll try and annihilate whatever 's in front of him, and he 's strong enough to do it, so that 's a good thing
2: Robert, did you see this uh this Adam Gay at the comedy show in New York whenever he just got roasted. Yes, I did. Oh, it's the best thing I've ever <laughs> no. seen in my whole life.
3: So good.
4: It's
2: the best thing I've ever seen. Coach, I didn't tell you this. I called him like uh, like the next day, and I was like, hey, come to UNM. We're going to do a comedy show. <laughs> And they're like, they're like, we gotta really figure out some schedules, bro. We can't just come to UNM. And yeah. I was like, oh well, when the time comes, we're gonna make that happen. Uh, Great so the, idea, though. So the boys are back, and and obviously everyone's excited to be in the weight room and be part of the culture. Uh, give me some of the wide eyed So give me some stories about some of these freshmen coming in and their first reaction to to the city and and maybe their dorm and maybe D one football life.
6: Well, you know, this is the the, uh, the excited thing about this class of freshmen. This is the first class since I've been the head coach here at the University of New Mexico that we got to recruit from their sophomore year. We got to develop a relationship with them, and then we got to go see them practice. We got to go see them in spring. We got oh, to go see them awesome. play in the fall. Uh, we got to go visit them in their homes with their families. We got to actually see what they look like, whether or not we didn't get catfished by a kid that's too short or too <laughs> nice. skinny or too small and all those wonderful things. So we had a Fourth of July party, and I—I I, I don't know, I might, maybe I don't have your guys' right numbers because the text might uh-huh. not got through.
1: Uh-huh. But
6: we had those those freshmen over at the house, and boy, they are some good looking kids. I mean, they look like you wanted to look. They're tall, they're big, they're muscled up, they're strong. Uh So it was exciting to have them all together, and they're moving into the dorms. They're sharing stories about. Oh my! My lights didn't work, so I had to get somebody to come over. I mean, all the the normal things that you get moving to to freshman dorms because we don't want to make them too soft. We want to kind of toughen them up a little bit and doing all those things. And so it's really exciting to be them around all that hard work of recruiting those kids and getting them to want to come to the University of New Mexico. And they've been on a group chat talking about the things they're going to do, living together, and all those things. So having those guys in town and mixing them with the veterans is is really an exciting time. And then we're 54 days away from playing a football game, which makes my stomach hurt a little bit because it just doesn't seem like it can be that that soon. But I told everybody once uh, we had the night of champions in May and all that stuff, this, this summer's going to fly by and we're going to be playing football before we know it.
3: Coach, how important is it to start the season off here in Albuquerque at home?
6: Well, you know, we we got a, a, a great opportunity. We have three straight home games against great opponents. I mean, obviously, Maine is a 1AA team from across the country that nobody knows anything about, including our kids. Um, I've been a part of two teams that got upset by 1AA opponents. When we were here before in 2006 against Portland State, and when we were at San Diego State, we had a good football team, and we lost to Jimmy Garoppolo in Eastern Illinois, Panthers. So I've been a part of those things. So our kids have been hearing these stories over and over about Maine is obviously a good enough football team to come in here and beat us if we don't get ready. Uh, we are the better team if we get ready to play and do things right. But you kick off the game and everybody has a chance. So we've got to get ready for that one. Because after that, we've got a great opportunity with Boise State, and it's going to be a red out in the stadium. I want everybody to wear nothing but red. Our football team is going to be dressed in red from head to toe. And I think we've got a really good chance of beating. I mean, I, we, we can beat Boise State. We're a good enough football team. We have good enough players, and our kids believe it. And then we get a great rivalry game against UTEP on the 17th where we're going to honor the 1962 WAC championship team, the 1982 Justice Bowl champion team, and go ahead and search up Justice Bowl and see what that's all about. But we're going to honor those two teams, the 60th and 40th anniversary of those two teams. So we've got a lot of great things, and we've got a chance to have great momentum. And if we can get off to a 3-0 start and a 1-0 start in conference, we could really create some excitement around this town for local football.
4: Coach, Nine Lobo's name to the Athlon preseason All-Mountain West team. What's the over-under for the real Mountain West team and everything said and done with this season?
6: Well, I think all that does. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a great honor. Preseason honors don't really mean much. Preseason picks don't mean much. We, we can put it all together and see where we finish at the end of the year. Uh, I'm excited that we have recognized talent but I think we have some really good football players that nobody knows anything about that they're going to find out about during the football season, and I'm excited for that opportunity.
4: Who's a, who's the biggest snub? Who did you see that list? And You're like, oh, watch out for Steve. He's coming now.
6: Well, you know, I mean, I think Luke Whitesong is one of the premier players in the Mountain West Conference, and he was listed as a 13-point returner or a second-team punt returner. I'm, I'm I'm going to try and continue to hurt his feelings because when I put chips on that shoulder, that young man's shoulders,
3: mm, nice. he seems
6: to just prove everybody – how good of a football player he is, but I think, I think Luke Weisson is one of the best football players in, in the Mountain West Conference, and I think people are going to be, uh, I mean, he's not going to surprise anybody because the coaches know how good he is, but when you walk up to Luke Weissong on the streets and you see a 5'9", hundred and pounds white kid, you think that kid cannot play Division One football, and he's one of the best Division One football players in America, and he'll continue to prove that. So I, I think there's the, the biggest one right there.
2: What's up with that new weight room?
6: coming along boys they got some concrete going we got the floor down we've got walls going up uh it's exciting stuff it's exciting to see the progress and the progress being made so fast uh normally things in the state of new mexico take i mean they say it's going to be done in may and you just have to ask what year uh so it, it's not <laughs> headed that way and i'm Gosh. really excited about that
2: season tickets are on sale right now have you been having that conversation around town is is the level of excitement up or are you aware? Are they selling well? Are, are people picking them up?
6: You know what? We are. We're doing a good job at, at season tickets. We're a little bit ahead of last year's pace. Um, we're working with the with the athletic department on stuff. Now, I want people to buy season tickets, and you've got uh, a great deal where you can buy an eighty six dollars season ticket per seat, which is is unfathomable in in today's world of college athletics.
1: Sure. Mm.
6: But we're going to do some things because you know what? Believe in what we're doing, have faith in what we're doing. And I know people want to see, they want to see results. It's a results-driven world, and then I'm okay with that. But I want to fill up that stadium as we're building this thing. And year three that I've been here, I mean, year two, went probably about exactly how I thought it was going to be. I didn't think we'd be very good up front because we weren't very big and strong on the roster. Uh I want people to show up. We're going to do some creative things like for the Boise State game, the whole red out deal. We're going to give some, do some tickets where we're going to make some very, very affordable opportunities for people. But I want people to pack the den and, and show Albuquerque and show the rest of the country and the Mountain West Conference what this place has been before and what it's all about and where we're going. Uh, because with like you guys talked about the three home games that we have to start the season, there's not a better opportunity. You get those three games and then you go to get to play LSU. I mean, that, that's about as good as it gets.
3: Coach, September 3rd, what is the biggest thing that a UNM fan could be looking forward to?
6: Uh, a good football team playing their tails off on the football field. Um, I'm, I'm excited about our football team having the opportunity to go out there and compete. Uh, we have put in – those guys have put in so much work in the weight room. I mean, Coach, Barrett, coach Baker, our new strength coach, has done a phenomenal job – of getting our kids. We're stronger, we're faster, we look better, we're taller. The taller part is all through recruiting. Um, But we're going to have a football team that is very competitive, and we're going to be obviously it will be our first game, so there will be those first game opportunities to screw things up. But what I want to see our kids come out of that is is just playing hard, and if you make a mistake, make it a million miles an hour, and usually good things will happen from it. Uh, So come on out September 3rd and – Show these kids that you have that you're going to support them. And I tell you what, we'll put on a good show and and play good and prepare the right way. And then week two against Boise State, that place ought to be 40,000 people of nothing but red.
4: Coach, you and uh, Lobo Football helped Locker 505 move to their new facility, and we want to spend a special shout-out for that. And then less than a week later, you had the – Adaptive uh, Skills Camp, and that was absolutely amazing. It was an honor to be there. Can you talk a little bit about community service and the the, the standard you're setting for these young student athletes?
6: Well, you know, I mean, we, we our job is to coach them and win football games, but I think our job is bigger than that. I mean, we're obviously we're shaping these guys to be community members wherever wherever they end up living. Uh, a great stat that the research I've done since 1991 when Dennis Franchione first became the head coach here at the University of New Mexico. You offer 25 scholarships to kids every year. You have 25 new incoming freshmen every year. 74.1% of those kids live in Albuquerque for the rest of their lives. Mm. And when I tell them that, they look at me like I'm absolutely crazy, especially the ones that are coming here for the first time from Texas and California. They're like, there's no way. Well, if they meet a sweet little girl and her family's from here, they ain't going anywhere.
1: Uh, a lot of them end
6: up helping out in the community and finding jobs, and, and Albuquerque becomes home. And so being a part of the community, helping people only makes them better people, and it's going to help them in the long run. It's going to help our community. And then on top of that, those guys are going to want to come and support the guys that help them. And Locker 505 with their grand opening I mean, what a great facility. I mean, we got that whole facility moved in about five hours, which is unbelievable. Um, the adaptive skills camp the, for the extraordinary logos for kids with different abilities was outstanding. and I think it was as good for our football players and soccer players and swimmers as it was for the kids that participated in the camp to see that, you know what, one day we, we can all work together. It doesn't matter what different ability we have. If you have Down syndrome, if you have autism, that, that, that makes no difference. You you still have the opportunity to work with people. It's about being kind human beings. And I think that's a big part of our job is helping these kids at a very impressionable time of their age become better people.
2: Who's taking snaps this year, Coach? What's the plan?
6: Well, right now we've got four guys that are com- going to compete for the job. Obviously, Isaiah Chavez is the local kid here from Rural Rancho High School. C.J. Montes, who opened his mouth against Colorado State, and was humbled very quick, who's a very talented young man, Ooh, man. and redshirted last year. Um, Miles Kendrick is, is coming off with a broken leg. He's a grad transfer that we took in t- from Kansas. That's a very, very good football player. Uh, his, his progress is coming probably a little bit slower than we anticipated, but he's looked pretty good the last couple weeks. And then Justin Holiday, a kid that we signed from Fresno City uh, Community College, our junior college there in Fresno, uh, we stole him right from Fresno State Bulldogs who who came in on him late, and he decided, you know what, the University of New Mexico is where I want to be. Yep. So those four kids are going to compete for the job, and I like all four of them. They all four bring different things to the table. CJ is a super athlete who's got a really good arm. Justin Holiday is a six foot four, two hundred twenty pound kid that can run. Uh, Miles is a five ten kid that did a lot of amazing things at Sammardale Junior College. Um, so I mean, we've got four kids that. Are and obviously, everybody knows what Isaiah Chavez can do around here. He won the two games at the end of 2020. And if he can stay healthy, we've got a great opportunity to have four guys compete for the job. And we've actually got some depth in that room for the 2020 season.
2: Anything we miss, coach?
6: Uh, you missed how good your guys' show is. You never oh, no. talked about that. You <laughs> guys need to fuck your Jeff a little bit more oh, often. Just, well, I mean, that's uh, some real kind. Of I you. appreciate what you guys do for our community. I mean, two men on goes beyond just being on the radio talking about sports. Uh, you guys are out there as much. I mean, all, you guys were as big a part of the F- Locker 505 move. Uh, we just had more manpower. Uh, you guys do all those wonderful things for our community, and uh, you've got great partners. I mean, Penion Coffee who we enjoy every morning. You guys are just – you do an unbelievable job. Your show is awesome to listen to, and I'm just honored that you guys want to talk to me on the show.
2: There we go. Hey,
6: Gonzalez. Hey.
1: what's up.
6: Thank you, Coach. Thank you, guys. I appreciate all you do for us. Have a great – have a great day in fifty four days. We plan on seeing you guys again. Go Lobos. Such a good dude.
3: Man. Such a good dude. I'm trying to figure out do I got some eligibility left, Go. man. Go get inspired. Oh, yeah. Man.
2: Go get inspired. That's what this thing's all about. Yeah. Well, and you know, and there's a rarity to he and you know, I think coach Coach Ron Hudson, New Mexico Highlands, I think is a good example too, where how fortunate this state is to just have really quality men at the very top mm-hmm. of these high care, yeah. dudes. I've worked at some colleges around the country, and I no reason to name drop anything negative, but it's you know when you're not around good people. Mm. Like you can just tell. Right. That's not here. That's not here at all. When are we get back? I guess we're going to toot our own horn a little bit. Or Zach Wilson talk. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. How'd we go that whole segment with head coach Danny Gonzalez of your UNM Lobos and not ask him about Aaron Rodgers' tattoo? There's time. You know Coach Gonzalez has seen some terrible tattoos in his coaching years. Oh, my goodness. pro! Hey, like, well, I know these aren't pro athletes, but, like, collegiate athlete into pro athlete, some of the worst tattoos in the game.
4: Wait till they get that NIL money. I was about to say.
2: So some... I
5: looked up, if you went off the Bible, it says that a roaring <laughs> lion symbolizes that you should always be vigilant because someone is always out to devour you.
3: Ooh. Come on. Aaron. Sorry.
2: Hold on. Say, say that again, Griff. She lost it.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, so she, you
5: have to be, it says to be vigilant against others that want to destroy you, to do wrong to you, just to be vigilant, not to be nonchalant in life, always be on your guard.
4: And both of those people are Aaron yes. Ross. I was about to say, that's him. Yeah. He's doing it to himself.
3: Come oh. on, man. While Tom Brady is, watching film and yeah getting
4: making chips on his shoulder this is what aaron Rodgers does inside of you there's two lions yeah (laughs) one's a metal singer the other one's a rapper yeah they're both fred durst
2: (laughs) and the whole time you're listening to litz my own worst enemy (laughs) and you're like this is very meta aaron i know we said we're gonna talk zach wilson let's go back to this top 10 list real quick okay We started with number one, and we were going to 10, but I'm actually going to strike it and reverse it. Number one is Aaron Rodgers, though. We're not trying to fool you here. Number 10,
3: Dak Prescott. Get him out of here. You hearing me?
4: Get him out of here. Look, I think they got the list exactly right, except for nine and 10. Number nine is not even going to play football this year, Deshaun Watson. That's a big ask. Last year. Yeah. What is this based off of? How do no, you know yeah. if he can still play football? Are you just assuming? I know he can't. Yeah. Not legally. Those two got to get out of here.
3: Deshaun Watson? He's got to go. In front- at, at least Kyler Murray should be on right there.
2: Lamar freaking Jackson.
3: But I'm not going to put Lamar 9 or 10.
4: But he should be on the list.
2: His grill says, I need dollar sign. Yeah. Give me dollar signs.
4: He's MVP. What are they doing? He's in a contract year, and his team won't pay him what he's worth. And now, this wannabe football guru leaves him off this list. No, you know you, how hungry he's going to be this year. No,
3: listen to the gurus. This is wasn't one it's person. 50. This is league execs, coaches, scouts, and players.
2: Fifty of them, man. 50 yeah. Burger.
3: Oh, I was looking at a different list earlier.
2: Now, well, you need to look at the right list, which is this list.
3: And this one's all the way wrong.
2: All the way wrong?
3: hmm
0: All the way wrong!
3: <laughs> Who's eight?
2: Cat named Zach Wilson?
3: <laughs> no, that's his cousin Russell.
2: Oh, Russell Wilson, okay.
3: The good Wilson.
2: Wilson Russell Wilson is the third best quarterback
4: in his division. And they're all on here. Number one, Yep. who is number seven. On this list. No, Mariota's is in Atlanta now.
1: Stud.
2: <laughs> Justin Herbert, number s-
4: number six? Seven. Number seven. It's too low. Too low. Yeah, I think they nailed it. He's a top fivey boy. Yeah, that guy. This whole list is perfect,
2: except for nine and ten. Hey, here's the thing that we haven't talked about enough. Matt Stafford's career is over.
4: Yeah, he hit the peak. He's done. He's done. He'll never win another game. It'll be... He's only 34. He is a decade younger than Tom
3: Brady. That's a decade of more interceptions. (laughs) He is done. I I feel like Matt Stafford won the Super Bowl and hasn't stopped partying. Yeah. I think he's that guy. He
2: took five minutes to make five different AT&T commercials that play all the time, and that's it. That's it. And I only know that those play because I have AT&T service, and every time anything with an ad comes up, it's a Matthew Stafford. (laughs) Also, if Herbert's not number one, Burrow is number one, but he's number five on this list. Yeah.
4: Which is right. What? Oh, this this list is correct. One through eight. They nailed it. I got to put Burrow
2: top three. Same. Behind only Tom Brady, Justin Herbert,
4: Jacob Joshua, and Jackson Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Stafford has had like eight years better than Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow had one good year last year. Yeah,
2: but he's only had one chance at one good year. He's yeah, like, he's been hurt. That's a hundred percent of yeah, good years.
3: Yeah, that's to... recent. Bruh, size. he took Cincinnati to the Super
2: Bowl. Uh, you are forgetting that part.
3: Come on, man. He Cincinnati- took a team, not the city of Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Same. They were the same. Oh, that that. There's nothing going on in Cincinnati but the Bengals.
2: Counter argument: Matthew Stafford took L.A. and Detroit. Yes. At the same he time, threw
4: two cities on his back.
2: Also, this Joe Burrow's got such pull. He went and got his wide receiver, the best wide receiver, when everyone thought he wasn't the best wide receiver. Yeah, and
3: he was like he
1: that.
2: And
3: he- yeah, yeah, because everyone was like, "We need a lineman. We need to protect him. No,
2: he's nope. like,
4: protect his knees. And he's like, "No, get my boy. I need a guy who can run all the way down the field." <laughs> like, what
2: about this kid from Alabama?
4: No, nope. Mm-mm. Please and no.
2: Tom Brady always in the top. He's if, if Tom Brady's on a list and he's not number one, the list is wrong. Yeah, it's
4: trash. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is the reigning MVP two years in a row. No, uh-huh.
2: Tom Brady is Thor for Love and Thunder, and Aaron Rodgers
4: is uh, the, the Toy Story sequel. And Tom, <laughs> Brady, Tom Brady just got beat by the guy you don't even think should be on the list, Matthew Stafford, who's a decade younger than him. Oh, only in his last game. <laughs> he's got a ring.
2: He's got one ring. Tom Brady has all the rings. Every one of them. If you have a
4: ring doorbell in your house, Tom Brady has access oh, to you it. You know who else has one ring? Mrs. Stafford. She's doing fine, too. Shout out to the Stafford family. No,
2: do not shout them out. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Nacho throwing whatever, Stafford.
2: Jeremiah Allen is number three.
4: That's correct.
2: That is probably the yeah. only guy who's correct. Oh, okay, hold up.
4: I know you hate number two.
2: I thought this was Derek Carr. You're going to tell me that Patrick Mahomes is number two?
3: He's about to come crashing down to earth this season. He's garbage.
4: Look, Cheetah was saving his butt. Only reason that Patrick Mahomes should be number two is because of statistics. That's the end of the comment. He can't. (laughs) He don't win. He's that good. He don't win. Super Bowl
2: champion Patrick Mahomes. That was years ago. Last time he got there, you know what he did? Spun in a circle,
4: pirouetted, alamandered left. He couldn't do it. Because he had a bunch of linebackers blocking for him because his whole offensive line was injured. And now he doesn't have any wide receivers to
2: throw to. That's That's Derek
4: Carr's spot. That's going to hurt. Murray,
2: Carr, and Jackson are all better than Prescott,
4: Watson. Yes. And Patrick Mahomes. You're an insane person. Patrick Mahomes,
2: terrible. Stupid top ten list. We're I mean, going to see. Justin Herbert is probably the best one. But then also, Josh Allen is probably the best no, one.
3: I, I, look, I love my team
4: and I love Herbert, but Josh Allen is a beast. Josh Allen might be number one on this list after 17 more games. What If you're Josh Allen the beast, how mad are you that you're on a list – Deshaun Watson, the rapist. Deshaun Watson should not be on this list at all. Nope. I think D- Deshaun Watson, the pervert, not the rapist. Yeah, that was I being a Oh okay. By the way, both of these derogatory terms are alleged. <laughs> My legal team's not good oh, at yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Not civilly. Hey, Lamar. Well, he settled out of court. Lamar is going to take this real personal. You know in that Michael Jordan documentary? Yeah. Like, and I took that person. I took that yeah. personally. <laughs> this is Lamar right yeah. now.
3: Yeah. He's going to throw passes to himself this season. Duh. He could. <laughs> no, he's going to throw he it. really could. Go down and run his own
4: route and catch it. He's the fastest person in the NFL, and he gets to throw the ball. Can, mm-hmm. can you
3: guys go get me Anquan
2: Bolden, Brandon Stokely, Torrey Smith? Um, gonna Guys, we're going to stretch it out here. Is, is bring, br- bring Ray Ray back while we're yeah, at it. Yeah. Get them all. I'm ready to go. Hollywood, is he still here? Did he go? It don't matter. He gone.
3: Not Ray Rice, though. That's not the one you're no. talking about. Let's that, make it no, sure. Just make it sure. Go get him.
2: All right. Wimbledon, when we get back. Here's the thing about Wimbledon, boys. TV cannot trick me into thinking it's
4: important. TV it, tried. It's getting spicy, though. It tried. It's getting fun. Uh, I'm with you on this you're one.
2: You're missing me, TV. Yeah. Griff, do you watch Wimbledon?
5: No, I do not.
2: Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Wimbledon's over,
4: boys. You don't sound very sad when you say it like that. I was about to say, what were we supposed to say after that?
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> this
4: is the worst one yet, right? Ever. By what
2: metric?
3: Uh, Interest. The others. Yeah. um, I'm gonna say for me, yes, because I'm not gonna sit here and act like I've never watched Wimbledon or been excited to see it. You have. Yes, it's been many of years, but the lack of American tennis players that are actually good that plays a big factor in it for me. There's like none. Zero. None.
4: And And, I think maybe Andy.
2: Andy, where are you?
3: Yeah.
4: Andy Murray, the Englishman? Nope. He never panned out.
3: Roddick. He he was good looking.
2: That's a handsome dude.
3: That was his problem. He's too good looking? Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, I know the burden. I get it. Been there.
3: Look. Currently there. I never won the Wimbledon because of that, too. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Who's this Cat That Lost fan? What's his name? Uh, Nick Kroosh. Okay. And he, he shouldn't even have been there. He sucks. He,
4: he should. would have lost to Nadal. Yeah, Nadal
3: was going to mop him up, and it would have been Nadal and uh, Novak again. So,
2: Djokovic obviously wins, and the Russian girl, whatever. She's not Russian. She's Russian. I don't really know. The thing that's the thing here is, though, you got to give me someone I can root for against Novak.
3: Like, I can't root for this jerk. I thought he was hilarious. What? Yeah, me Hitt- too. That was that was the most entertaining thing I, about
4: all of this. He was hitting like trick shots between his legs and underhanded serves, catching his opponents off guard. Tennis fan don't love that. Yelling at the crowd, he was yelling at his fans, his own fans Dog. for not being good enough fans. <laughs> yeah,
2: he's got. There's something going on up top there.
3: There's, no, that's all the work. You think it's a work? Oh yes, most definitely. Have you not seen him before? No, I obviously so, didn't know anything about him. So this is the furthest he's ever gotten in anything. Well, that would make sense. And but he's been on sports channels before, just yelling and screaming and doing all this stuff. But it's actually funny. It's entertaining. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's got a big
4: personality. I thought it was
3: interesting enough. You could tell that's what it is because, like, when they do the post-match, you know, pressers or whatever, he's normal.
2: I uh, I'm not trying to be that guy right now because I yep. feel like you guys are both like being very positive. Yeah. To me, it felt like a white wa- like a really like weak, like a watered-down, like John McEnroe wannabe thing.
3: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I've already seen this, and I've seen it done the best but, it can be done. But the thing is, with McEnroe, um, he really meant that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: he, that was him. Yeah. This guy, he, it only works now because there's nobody like that anymore. So it kind of works. I don't. That's why he gets all this TV time. That's the
4: only reason. It's not because of the way he plays. What's his name? At least there's somebody being fun and entertaining in this old school, whitewash, boring sport. Like somebody's breathing life into it.
5: Is he trying to happy Gilmore it up?
4: That's a good question. Excellent. That's an excellent (laughs)
3: comparison. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Plus he's an Aussie. He's trying to bring, like, WWE feel to it.
2: Okay, you're making a good point. Because it it did, to me, feel like he was trying to bring the smoke, and the smoke is Novak Djokovic, and it's already here.
3: Like, you're not even Mm – like, I see that you're on the same court. You're not even on the same court. No. And he said that after the match. Oh, did he? He's like, yeah, uh, nothing was rattling this guy. He's a (laughs) robot. Nothing I could say or do could get him off his game because I'm not as good as him. And you can't even take – That's basically what he said.
2: You can't take shots at Novak because he don't take shots.
3: See, that's – now, okay, now, if he would have went that route – then we're talking some real entertainment. If he would have went that route, just start talking about I uh, don't want to be don't hey, just see if he start just coughing was. on him and all this stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, what, you don't love
2: your grandma? What's
3: there, up? There you go. That's what you say. No vax. You don't love your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're gonna do
4: it, you gotta do it right. That's all I'm saying.
2: Tennis is going to give me a guy that I want to root for, Van. I didn't want to root for this guy. I didn't love him.
4: Uh he's way above average for me. I was double booked on activities. I couldn't pencil in Wimbledon. But I I, I did actually want to watch it. You're way more invested than I was. Second or third on my list of things to do. Really? Yeah. What's what's his name? Nick Krigios.
2: I guess.
3: Yeah, whenever you say what's his name, he's not doing a good job.
4: Well, I mean, (laughs) are we really following tennis? Nope. What percentage of the population is passionate about tennis? We know how America is. 505-246-0610, Tommy the Truth.
3: Yeah, that's anyway, the only one. About to start ringing. Look, if we know how America is. If there's
4: no Americans, we don't care. <laughs> that's what it is. Hard truth. I know a semi-professional <laughs> tennis player. He don't even like tennis. <laughs> Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM
2: 610. The Sports Animal. Today's I-9 Varsity. The I-9 Varsity of Robbins this is because yeah. I didn't know there was more than one Robin in Batman and Robin
4: depends, it been, depends on what DC universe you're in what's what mm-hmm. Batman'
2: storyline yep we're in what are we in phase four of Marvel now and I, what are we like we're like 20 hours into phase four I have no idea where it's going I can't yeah, you need to hurry up and make a decision here
3: it's not tying anything together no figure it out yeah phase four it's just too much scatter stuff everywhere. Too much scatter stuff everywhere. (laughs)
2: That's how I feel. The
5: best version was the Spider Man into the Spider Verse. See that? The cartoon
2: one. Miss me with that. That's too much.
3: You don't like cartoons. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I agree. That was a great one. That That was was awesome. That wasn't part of the universe. No. That was a a standalone. Multiverse. Uh, Multiverse. Spider Verse.
4: Web Verse.
2: The current phase four (laughs) of Marvel, which I know is not Batman and Robin, makes about as much sense as like an Aaron Rodgers tattoo.
4: Okay, yeah. there we go. All right, that's a great analogy. I like for, that tie-in right yeah. there.
2: Today's I-9 Sports. Varsity is the varsity of Robins. League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Sign your kids up. That's the cool programs.
3: I had to make sure I wasn't uh, telling you wrong information about the Robins, so I was right. They're um, all different ones. I, yeah,
1: they're <laughs> all
2: different. No doubt <laughs> they're right. The If you're not familiar with the I-9 Varsity because you're just getting off work, it is uh, we take a topic from today's program and then we identify the varsity of that so it's think like the varsity team it's not the jv team it's not the b team these are guys that only qualify in the varsity and then we um well we react to each other and either agree or disagree
4: kobtv's very own brandon ortega says phase four is building towards the celestials and i think you're supposed to say asian american you can't say that yeah whoa (laughs) that's whoa it's a derogatory term my friend don't say that (laughs)
2: A lot of good texter talk. We're not talking baseball yet, boys. So, this started with, because I thought Dick Grayson was the only Robin. He was the original Robin. Yeah. He was from, like, that's what I knew as Robin. But it turns out there's multiple, including, like, a lady. hmm So, I didn't know. So, I'm just going to come out the gate, boys, and I'm going to say, Dick Grayson, the original sidekick to, sidekick to Batman, the Bruce Wayne Batman, in case there's another version that I don't know Yeah, about. I was going to say. <laughs> Give me Dick Grayson, Dick Grayson Robin.
4: Okay, that's a good one. Thank All right. you. First on my I-9 varsity of robins, I'm going to go with Tony Robbins. Hey, okay. that's a Even good though one. though he's like a traveling snake oil salesman. And like I a,
2: said good morning, everyone.
4: <laughs> I
3: said good morning, everyone. Am I the only one who thought that dude's head was way bigger than his
4: body? He's 6'7", <laughs> and his head is still huge? too big. It's still too big. <laughs> He's like a, like an alien that came back down and like put on the wrong skin suit. Yeah. And the head was the wrong size. Like, oh. Just go with it. Just, you're mm, fine. Yeah. yeah. Just tell people nice things. Although he's like a traveling huckster snake oil salesman. Yeah, Carney. He's helped a lot of people. So, shout out to Tony Robbins. There we go.
2: I think he's mostly just defrauded them, though.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, primarily. I'm going to go with the Robin that I dislike the most that I've known of since I was a child. And that's Robin Givens. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's been public enemy number one since I was a kid, because I directly blame her for the downfall of Mike Tyson.
5: Agreed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> huh?
3: There's something about her
2: look. You, hey, a side uh,
5: note. We should do a 9-9 of the women who took down Mike big Tyson. sports stars.
3: Ooh. Hey, bonus I-9 hey. today. Okay. All right, See, I'm glad she can say that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh today i, I bonus i9 is yeah. the i9 of takedowns
3: yeah by women
2: why well, I, I mean yeah it's understood really. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so we're bumping my wwe
4: guilt the i9 varsity of takedowns yep
2: there we go
3: i like it but I, what, I really what were you saying about that. her look though robin gibbons look oh her look yeah you know
1: yeah
2: her look is like like evil elf from Lord of the Rings. Oh, that kind of look.
3: Yeah, I didn't know how gorgeous she was until the what was the movie with? Uh, it's I'm drawing a blank right now. Eddie Murphy. Uh, You're talking to the wrong audience here, Doug. Uh, I'm talking to Van Boomerang. 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 That's what I'm looking. Yeah, at. yeah. When she was in Boomerang, I was like, now I see why Mike was the way he was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm. All
4: right,
2: Griff, your turn. Griff, or my turn again? Go ahead. Show me love, show me life. Robin the band, to me, one of the best '90s bangers of all time. Just give me Robin straight up, baby. Show me
1: what it's all.
7: That's a
2: Robin with a Y, wasn't it? It is Robin with the Y. Robian, very soulful, but uh, yeah. but as white as powder. She was yes. uh, aggressively
4: angled. Yeah, something
2: about her. <laughs> yeah, was um. What's that called when you are are no skin?
4: When you're no you skin, no skin?
2: <laughs> what? dead, no, you don't know talking about <laughs> deceased, no, no more.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh, when you're asper
2: color, what's that called? See through, no van, <laughs> you know what I'm talking
4: about. <laughs> I was
3: gonna say van, too, <laughs> not albino. translucent,
4: albino. albino, oh, albino, lacking melanin, not like just a sprinkle like I have, like zero, zero, literally zero. So, there you go. Next on my i9 varsity of Robbins. Know. I'm going to go with uh, the band Sublime's second studio album, Robin the Hood. Oh, okay. Hey. Sublime, and I'm going to stick with it, is the best cover band in the history of music. Oh, they, so did, they did very little of their own music, but <laughs> they covered everyone else's music really good and put a ska beat to it. Do you
3: so think, do you think shout you ups- out to
4: Sublime. Did you, do you think you upset some people by saying that? 100%. I know. I mean, some very angry people. I love it. People,
2: get, Hey, they're one of those bands that people love them, they have tattoos. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got a forty ounces to freedom tattoo. Who oh, loves Saban? a Karma tattoo. Yep. Though.
4: Yeah.
3: Mine is gonna be Alan Thick's baby boy, Robin Thick. Mm. Ooh, creep. Robin Thick.
2: Super creep.
3: Uh, I just liked him because of who his ex wife was uh-huh. at the time. Oh, Paula Patton. Yeah. Very pretty. Very. But he's up there in
4: famous Robins, so I had to oh, I have to give him a shout out. He's famous enough to not have to pay off um, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye, yeah. yeah. They, they just stole his whole song. They stole a song. <laughs> but it's the song. You can't. Did you hear the story when they were in the courtroom
3: and they play them both together yeah. and they ask him, so what do you hear? He's like two different songs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's the same one. So they play Apple, <laughs> bang, not guilty. <laughs> they play it and they're like, one is like, na 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 Mine is. na 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 <laughs> oh okay oh okay that's
4: obviously fine, thank you for the explanation mr ice
2: he's not even the best robin singer on the list that's robin gibb because the bg hey. only wrote hits that everyone loved mm-hmm. give me robin gibb if we're gonna go
4: down the musical path big shout out to the gibb family
2: hey uh no longer with us robin gibb
4: uh, was he here earlier passed away in 2012 oh you mean he died oh okay yeah it's uh
2: Rose to fame with the Bee Gees. Just, uh, you know, you guys know Barry and Maurice, obviously.
4: Steph, you got a famous Robin? I-9 I can't
2: e-
5: Robin? think of any Robins except no. <laughs> And then here's me with food again, Baskin Robin.
4: <laughs> oh, there you go.
3: She That's does good. not want to eat
5: healthy, I'm one. telling That's... you.
4: She had one peach <laughs> and she quit. <laughs> I'm quitting health food oh, forever. Man. Oh, Griff, you're so funny. <laughs> It's on you, Van. Oh, is it back to me? It's on you. It's back to me. Next on my I-9 varsity of Robins, I'm going to go with Robin Hood. Oh, that's a good one. I that one. One specific Robin Hood. Robin Hood men in tights. It's a big shout out to Mel Brooks. Young Dave Chappelle in there.
2: On the Wow. Good one. From the texter, and I would presume this is for later's I-9 varsity of I-9 takedowns, Amber Heard.
3: Mm. actually missed she missed on that she, one yeah she can't make the list
2: didn't it will not make the list uh
3: my robin i'm glad you said dave chappelle he the robin and i'm gonna say is the the comic that i grew up on that i love the most yeah good answer his name was robin harris robin harris you you don't know you don't know the name because you don't know who Bay Bay kids are mm-hmm. who is that Look up who Bebe Bay Bay kids are, and you know who Robin Harris Again, is. Again, not even the best it comedian. No, 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 no. You, if you haven't heard Robin Harris, you don't. You can't say that. You can't say that. Robin Harris is. A, he's a legend. Think about. He's like Patrice O'Neill before Patrice O'Neill. You're right. Very yeah. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Very
4: accurate. Rockin' Robin was a professional wrestler. Oh. Good one. I got you. Good one. You couldn't find four wrestlers for your varsity? I <laughs> I know you tried. Well, Red Robin would have made the list. Yeah. Um. Yum. He was terrible. Oh, different Red Robin? Yeah. That was Terry Taylor.
2: Um, <laughs> Rockin' Robin, she was actually the RL sister of Jake the Snake Roberts. No. Yeah, and the daughter of Grizzly Smith, who, if you watch any Jake the Snake Roberts documentary, uh, he may or may or not killed his father.
4: Okay. Yep. Yep, this is real life, or this is in the wrestling. This is is IRL. Yeah,
2: this is real stuff. All of it. Yeah,
3: man, compelling story. You got to watch it.
2: Crazy. I'd rather not. That sounds dark. (laughs) Also, the brother Michael Smith is in that mix as well.
4: I'm gonna go watch.
5: How about Robin Williams? Oh, well,
2: that's everyone's number one group.
4: That's. I mean, we were doing the build here. We were all saving to that one.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Steve.
4: Next on my I-9 varsity of Robbins.
5: So funny. I'm
4: going with Robinson Park in Albuquerque. Uh, Do you like farmer's markets? Oh. Check. There we go. Do you like heroin needles? Check. That last that part this park part? has everything you want. That's Big, the- beautiful, shady trees, nice, thick grass, lovely farmer's markets, drug addicts, everything. It's got everything that you could want from a park in Albuquerque. Hey. Shout out to Robinson Park.
3: Is that the park with a little... Traffic Circle, is that the one? Yep. Okay. I never didn't know that that had a name except for uh, the homeless
4: uh, (laughs) park
3: that sells good fruit.
4: (laughs) Sunday, Sunday to Friday, that's Homeless Central. But on Saturday, it is a magical place where you get all of your fresh produce and Indian jewelry.
2: Very affordable tender date from my years of that experience.
4: Free. Hey yeah hey a- i never thought of that i oh, was a go-to Adam, that's a go-to for your boy hey, hey. dude, you could do back-to-back yes. dates. i'm gonna do that yeah with the same or separate person so I'm smart. Do that. you go saturday yeah farmer's market yeah. sunday rail yards it's, bing bang boom there we go
3: my my robin is gonna be someone i woke up to a lot of mornings robin mead <sighs> robin mead well i'm going blank here no like, yeah. oh, she's H- good H- hln for whatever reason, I used to love Robin Mead in the morning.
2: I mean she's as far as like like adjusting your eyes to the day, I like think that's an easy one. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. There's today's 9 anniversary of Robin's Pretty oh, okay. good list, boys. That's a pretty good Robin there. Robin Williams is number one though, right? Yeah. everybody Everybody's we close. didn't yeah. say Robin
3: Leach. We're tripping. It's- oh. Oh,
5: that's a good one.
3: We're tripping. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Everyone's
2: got a you have a really good Robin Leach.
4: Not right now. I don't. It's out of practice. No, okay. oh, it's a little rusty. He try to put you on the spot. I do have a I good was... one though.
2: <laughs> he would say, "He would like. I would. Yes, I would like to behold. I would like to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is,
3: this is delicate. I'm like, is that a word? Just make it up. Just d- in whatever
4: it is. Well, when when you have an accent like that, you can do it. Yeah, just say anything. Anything yeah. sounds intelligent. You sell allsips burritos for ten bucks a pop with that voice. That's two times what it
2: costs for me to go to the farmer's market on it. <laughs> <laughs> two men on, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the C in Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. Friday, boys? Is that when we're at Hollow Spirits? Friday? Yes, Friday. All right, you and Robert on Friday. I'm on That's assignment correct. in Denver. Mm-hmm. Got a Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. We're going to do that. It's the Hall of Fame induction on Friday, I'm going to go up there and enjoy that. And then um, I'm going to try to spend the weekend, boys. I'm going to try to do the Rockies game. I'm going to try to hit Meow Wolf. I'm going to do the whole thing. I'm going to be, I'm going to be super Denver this weekend. Griff, you jealous?
5: Super jealous. You don't care at all.
2: Because you'll be here in New Mexico mm-hmm. with New Mexico's Vodka Teller Vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. <laughs> all right, Van, give me this
4: Zach Wilson story. <laughs> okay, from what I understand... And I just found out about this like two hours ago. Okay, that's actually pretty reasonable for a... From what I understand, Zach Wilson's high school sweetheart that he dated all through college and his best friend and roommate, who was like a backup wide receiver on the Commanders or something like that?
2: What's the Commanders?
4: (laughs) Ex-Washington football team. Oh, okay. Before that, they had some racist name. I don't Uh, remember. Ah, yeah, I recall. Um... So now, Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend and his ex-best friend are now an item. And apparently, the reason that they got shoved into each other's arms <laughs> is because Zach Wilson was banging people's moms. Hold up. Allegedly, what? also the best friend's mom. This is, are you talking about Fleetwood Mac? What are you talking about right now? This is like a love dodecahedron in between... Zach Wilson, his best friend, his ex girlfriend, and a, f- a handful of moms. Oh man, this is bad. <laughs> yes,
2: th- all right. It's not bad. It's lovely. How did this story come out? This is just aired on social media, like dirty laundry style, by the ex girlfriend. Yeah,
4: that's exactly that's- what happened. Yes, that's that's that's, that's exactly what happened. And from what I understand, it started on Instagram. She put up a picture of like this beautiful sunset beach making out with the ex-girlfriend the ex-girlfriend and the ex-best friend her name
2: is abby guile
4: are making out on the beach and then and i I forget what the the quote is but it's like hey we're together now blah 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 and then the world is like what you're zach wilson's girlfriend what are you doing with zach wilson's best friend i'm too excited so i'm just trying to reset oh i'm reading about this right now dax milney the yeah, f- the former
3: wide receiver roommate teammate. Yeah, he's the one. He put it up. He put okay. He's the one who put up the picture with Zach Wilson's ex girlfriend, Abby Guile. And then he says, on, alongside the two photos, on with him on the beach holding their hands with the ex girlfriend cuddling. He says, "Word on the street." <laughs> oh, that's scandalous. Hold up. Yeah. We. Thank you.
5: So, did Zach have intercourse with his best friend's mom?
4: <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Not only what and the thi- best friend's mom, yeah, but apparently Zach has some affinity for milfs. Yeah. So he's like a a big game milf hunter.
3: All right. There's there's one part of this that you're leaving out though. I'm sure. The ex girlfriend. Clap backs and says, Not only that, you're messing with your mom's best friend. Hold <gasps>
2: up. <Yeah>.
3: Nice. <laughs> yes. yes. Lot to
2: break down here. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do it John Madden style. Follow me, go. boys. Okay. Yeah. So Abby Guile is a homie hopper.
4: Yes. Okay. So that makes Situational homie hopper. Sit, yeah, and that not makes his, not historically. No. But cause currently. Because
2: historically she's Zach and Abby only. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And Dax Milne, who we don't know. Right. He, well, that's a dope name, though. He went to BYU? That's where Zach Wilson yes. went? Question
3: mark?
4: Yes. Yes and yes.
2: So, we, all right, hold on. Now it's starting to check out. Now it's all starting to make sense.
3: The, the, now you see what's going on? The Mormon thing. Yeah.
2: Because uh, where, where else can you go? Your circle is about this big. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And the, the ex-girlfriend said, well... You cheated on me with your mom's best friend. I was like, oh, this is bad.
4: Bad bad. isn't good. Mom's best friend or best friend's mom? Or both? Both. 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 Yes. (laughs) I love it. Hey,
3: Zach's the man.
4: (laughs) Hey, and that's why he got the hell out of Utah. He's like, this has a negative connotation in Utah. In New York, I am the what? man. The man. Hold <laughs> well, up. Uh, I believe in
2: Utah, this is actually not even that weird. No, I this guess. is
4: every day. Well, okay.
2: And maybe they didn't have intercourse. Maybe it was just floating.
4: Nice. I got you. Uh huh. Magic underwear, let it do its thing. All
2: right. So this other kid, is he still on the Commanders?
4: I believe so. Yep. Yep.
2: All right. All right. Here's the thing that I get most weirded out about, boys. Okay, which part? I saw a picture of the mom's best friend. Okay. Her mm-hmm. name is Lisa Nealman.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Hard yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I got to see this picture. It yeah, is. I'm in now, too.
2: It, I'm telling you right now. everything. That, if Zach Wilson knows that Abby's not the one, mm-hmm. then Zach, Zach Wilson's making the right decisions here. Now, also, what you need to keep in mind is when Zach Wilson was getting drafted, his mom was a torment. Yeah. She ruined everything. Hear me out. Okay. She didn't want her son to love his girlfriend more than he loved her, so she sent in a sniper, her best friend, mm -hmm. shot her shot, and now all these blonde people end up together.
1: Yeah.
3: This
2: This looks like the cast of the Saturday Night Live sketch, Californians.
3: I feel like Joe Namath is smiling
4: somewhere. Dax Milne looks 12, by the way. He <laughs> looks like a, like a really strong 12-year-old boy.
3: Joe Namath loves this. He feels like this is what New York Jet quarterbacks do. <laughs> it's like, I taught you well, son. Man, she's, w- the ex-girlfriend had to have been,
2: man. Hey, you know how I feel about homie hopping, though? You can't do it. No, never.
3: Never. That's against the code.
2: It's against all the, co- and I'm not talking and like the one offers. I'm talking like the, yeah,
3: there we go. There's a difference ship okay. since high school. Yeah. Yeah. Millie, and, Millie one of the boys, he's a snake. And then go public with it. And for him to say little slick stuff, like, like he did.
4: Ugh. Look, special shout out to all my Eskimo bros out there in the world. I love you like real brothers. That's weird. Okay. I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of what we've done together as I'm, a community. It's yeah, a collaborative effort. I'm sitting right here. But like <laughs> a girl <laughs> a girlfriend of like four years, that's not a high five moment. No. That's a never talk to you again moment. Yeah, that's been I've been waiting in the wings. I don't care how many MILFs you've ran through,
3: Zach. And I guess all these cats are from Draper, Utah. Where is
4: Draper, I have Utah? No
3: clue. I don't know anything other than Salt Lake in Utah.
4: It's all the same, right? They're just a bunch of smaller salt lakes. Yeah, they all just have different entrances mm-hmm. to
2: Monument Valley. Uh-huh. You're like, well, we're the northern one.
3: We're the eastern one. This is—I think this is real good for Zach Wilson, though.
4: <laughs> hey, yeah, no one'll chirp this at him. Look. Hey, look! They, it ain't no pressure in the pocket anymore. None. What's so? You ain't scared of linebackers anymore. It's like you don't know my truth, dude. Somebody starts chirping at him from the defensive side, he'd just be like, "Yeah, your mom's next." <laughs> yeah, exa-
3: yeah exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
4: you know my track record.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, there's a lot of weird stuff from like all the way back to Joe Namath. Yep. You remember, like, wasn't, I'm not trying to be that guy right now, wasn't Mark Sanchez in love with, like, a teenager, too? Wasn't that, like, a huge story for That years?
4: was, that was. Oh, the, uh, the infamous hot tub moment, mm-hmm. where he's in a hot tub with a bunch of teenagers, allegedly. Allegedly. And so you go get Zach Wilson, who's, like,
2: BYU and Mormon and the anti-Mark Sanchez, yeah. like.
4: Yeah, he'll never behave like this. Yeah. Well, I'm into it. Hide your milfs. Well,
3: I mean, he's moved from Utah to New York. It's only going to get worse or better. I think sure. it's going to
4: get better.
2: He gets the dating out now. Yeah, He's going to. Oh, gonna, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. 45 to 55.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh. He's spending a lot less time in Brooklyn and a lot more time in Manhattan now. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's going to go over to Connecticut now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love everything about it because it's what New York football needs. Yes.
3: Yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't care about the numbers and the potential. This is what we want to hear about New York football.
4: What is it? What do they call there? Page six. This is page mm-hmm. six. Yeah. Page six fodder.
3: Yeah. yeah this New, is all up. New York Post. New York Post. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yep. Zach Wilson spotted in the Hamptons. <laughs> 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 yes. Or as Van referred to it, big milf hunting. Yes.
4: He's gonna oh. he's going kill it too, quarterback for the Jets. I'm I'm rooting for this guy. Good looking dude. Well, hold it, and you're kind of you're hitting the head, but you're kind
2: of missing the nail slightly here because all of these people are gorgeous. Yeah, they un- yeah,
3: like dumb gorgeous. They look like they were just m- created in a petri dish. Yeah, they're all every ex- single one of them.
2: They're all extras in the new Barbie movie.
3: Yeah, his his ex is a
2: dime piece. Her yeah. new boyfriend's a dime piece. All these people are like super cute. You look at Zach Wilson's not tough. Zach Wilson is hittable in the mouth.
4: Oh, he does yeah. have a very punchable face. Dax does, too.
3: Oh, yeah, 100%. Let me look down. Oh, I haven't seen these. So the
2: mom's best friend, Jeez. she has a makeup Instagram where she puts makeup on. Okay. And if that's your interest, I mean, this is the gal for you. <laughs>
3: He, was- <laughs> You can hear the
4: keyboards clacking right now. <laughs> Dude. <sighs> oh, he's killing it. And it's like, what are you looking for in that, too? You know how low the bar for his on-field performance needs to be now that he's getting all this? Yeah. He's a hero on this show. Like, we're going to have Zach Wilson updates all football season, <laughs> and we're not going to talk about a single touchdown pass. And he's like, "This joke might not hit with you, but it. Trust me, it makes a lot of
2: sense." He's like, "Hey, uh, hey, Auntie, whatever, can you come over and make that f- that family night fudge?" And you guys, are, that's like the go-to Mormon snack. He just misses like beef stroganoff or whatever, and people are like, "Okay, like I'm Mormons are in on this, but it doesn't hit because you guys aren't Mormon." <laughs> the five cup salad hits in the Mormon world.
4: Well, he's not going to be doing much beef stroganoff with all these milfs in new york (laughs) hey coach the new mexico
2: island cowboys will be joining us after the break coach ron hudson we're going to talk about the program we're going to talk about what he's got going on he's got a really neat campaign coming up with uh pink warrior house that we've been so fortunate to be a part of so i will go grab him during this and we will return it's two men on 95.9 fm and am610 the sports animal coach go ahead and move that over in front of you however you need to yep that good perfect good all right i have Coach up on the live stream here in a second. Why know my MacBook is acting weird? Technology problems coach ron hudson joining us on the program welcome coach
0: thank you yeah. Great to be here great to be here yes i well. gotta tell you this before you go though yeah i'm rolling down 25 and and i'm and i'm cranking the radio i'm listening to it and listen to you guys talk and uh i didn't realize i thought i was coming to talk sports i didn't realize i was coming to talk about the young and the rest of us here i was kind of kind of fired up a little bit i was kind of excited <laughs> that that's a whole new direction for me yeah. as, as a coach kind of going going with what you guys are talking about so i just couldn't wait to figure out what we're going to talk about next
2: well i mean obviously the question we were going to ask is what is the worst collegiate tattoos that you've ever seen on players because that is (laughs) that is one for us that we need to know is is what about like whenever you get out there with the guys is there a lot of conversation off the field like in the club like is of the conversation you have with players is it percentage wise mostly football or is it mostly life uh, off the field, it's life. It's mm-hmm. you know
0: you. I mean, we spend a lot of time talking football on the field and off. But but you know any chance you can get, and, and, and a lot of times it's right in the middle of a meeting. Heck, sometimes it's right in the middle of practice when when all of a sudden real life shows up and you just start talking and, and you spin into a totally different topic. And uh, that's part of the fun of it. That's part of that's when you know you you you're in a good place with your guys and and you have the ability where everybody's not all puckered up and worried about the next player, the next assignment. But you're talking about life and the guys are relaxed and you're relaxed and you tend to play better that way
4: anyway. So what's it like when like one of the coaches like brings up their mortgage or yard work and you're like, dude, we're talking football here. Shut up. <laughs> Normal, I'll be honest with you. Normally, what happens
0: is the other th- the other three or four coaches in the room go, you know what? I'm telling you, that's exactly right. Hey, I, you know, let me ask you about this. Are you know a good yard man or do you know? Hey, look, you know, I need. I'm looking to, to refinance here. What what what's your mortgage? I mean, it, it'll spin off like that in a second. Next thing you know, it's two hours later and you now you got two more hours of work still.
3: <laughs> So we, with with the team coming back, Cowboys are coming back, what are you most excited about? Are you excited to see the development over the summer or are you decided that you're happy to get your hands on them to mold them into what they need to be for that first game.
0: Well, I, I'll be honest with you. It, it, there's a lot of things that I'm excited about. I'm excited about our staff. I'm excited about getting our hands on these guys. You know, we uh, you know, when we took over in January, there were a lot of, a lot of different things we needed to address. Uh, really, really excited about the direction. Uh, was grateful that uh, that, that administration that, that allowed me to be the head coach and allowed us to bring this staff in. But we had a lot of work to do to kind of get ourselves in the, in the direction and build the culture that we wanted to build. Everybody talks about that every coaching staff talks about their culture and what right. they want to do and we're no different in that regard but but culture precedes everything so laying down the foundation of our culture in the spring uh, whether it's going to study hall going to classes running lifting practice all those things laying down the foundation the way we wanted, we wanted to do it and now you're going to have these guys go away for the summer some and we're still we're doing some recruiting we're bringing a number of guys in still so this, watching how the new guys come in and how they they mesh with the guys that we had. That's one of the challenges we had before we left. Was the guy that the guys that were here that were coming back. We told them there's going to be new guys in this meeting room in in, in July and August. Our goal is to build a culture so that when they come in, they melt into our culture. Mm. We, we want those guys to, to come in here, and we want you guys to say, look, here's how we do things at Highlands. This is the Cowboy way. We want them to come in. We want them to melt into what we're doing. So we want to build a foundation that you guys feel really good about.
2: Coach Hud joining us, Ron Hudson, head football coach in the Mexico Islands Cowboys. Talking about the football team a little bit, obviously talking about how it comes together during the summer. When do the boys report a couple weeks? Uh, August 1st is is the oh first day God. they'll mm. check in.
0: It's right around the corner. Yeah.
2: And then they'll be ready to go, obviously, opening up the season against Eastern. And, yep. I, I mean, I'll be the first one to say, it. I mean, forget the Greyhounds, whatever. I mean, just put it on the boys. That's the way <laughs> uh, I like that. But uh, before then, you and I have been working on a project outside of football uh, that incorporates the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys, and that's working with Pink Warrior House. Pink is a very cool organization here in town. And what they do is, is they help uh, breast cancer survivors, yeah. and it's – and it's it's coalitions and groups and it's care packages and resources and kind of all the things. This is not an awareness campaign. This is not an understanding campaign. This is an effort campaign. Absolutely. Um, and with that said, we're going to partner with them on a big event. Uh, kind of bring everyone up to speed, Coach. What's going on in our world? Uh, a couple things with this, and it's it's uh, you know this is this is a,
0: a real passion of mine. I've been I've been coaching for over thirty years now uh... there's an event out there that a lot of different colleges will do they'll do something called a women's clinic and basically it's a fun light-hearted uh... clinic uh, normally on an evening right before the season starts. Uh, get a, it, it's exclusively women. They get together. You talk X and O's. You talk football with women. You allow them to ask questions. It's a lot of fun. You'll talk a little strategy, a little technique with them. It's a lot of fun to kind of hype up football uh, in a sport that's predominantly male-dominated. It, allow, it, it really encourages women to be involved more. So that's the basic idea of, of a women's clinic. Well, I've been a part of those, and I've enjoyed those. I think those are great ideas. Uh, I'm, I'm, I personally happen to be, uh, after the, the 2014 season, I happen to, to uh, be a cancer survivor. Right. I'm, I'm, I've been very, very blessed. So I'm here. So... As we got going with this, one of, one of the thoughts that I've had over the years is I would love the idea to kind of do something, women's clinic, something like that, but tie that into something special, really, really do something unique and special. So we were able to get together with, with uh, Pink Warrior House. Allison over there is phenomenal. Reached out to her. We talked to her and kind of had some similar ideas. And basically, we came together and then we visit, brought you in on it, Fred, as well, but basically came up with the idea that, hey, look, let's do something. Let's do a fundraiser. Let's take this women's clinic idea idea let's really crank this thing up let's tie it with pink warrior house and let's do something special mm-hmm. let's let's raise some awareness but let's raise some doggone money for, for pink yep. warrior house as well there we go they do a great job they they're you talk about rolling up your sleeves and getting to work you know it's it's it, i mean they're they're brass tacks they're getting after it i tell you what the first time i went over to pink warrior house and and i and i visited with allison and i, I told you this story as well i mean i'm i'm you know i'm this big football coach guy and i'm over meathead. there and she, you're a meathead i'm a meathead <laughs> I, no, no question yeah five minutes into our conversation there's tears rolling down my cheek yeah. and i'm saying i don't care we're going to find a way to do something we're going to work with this group because i'm i'm moved by what you're doing i love what you're doing i want i want to be part of this i want our organization to be part of this so what we've basically done as a matter of fact we're late we're calling it the pink warrior women's clinic there we go and we're going to have a women's clinic coming up here in september the first uh, i'm sorry september 10th we're going to have a women's Clinic, we're going to get together with a bunch of people, solely women, going to sell a bunch of tables, going to get a bunch of people excited about it, going to talk a lot of football, going to have a great time there, really good time selling football, but doing a whole lot for Pink Warrior House, really something special.
2: From the live chat, good, uh, great job, Coach Hud. There's, I mean, obviously all the support just kind of rolls in. We're going to do this uh, September the 10th. That's the bye week for the Highlands football team. So you open up against Eastern. We're going we're gonna to do the, the event the next week, and then you're back to football the rest of the season. Then we're
0: back to football the rest of the season out. We're homing away, homing away, doing our thing. Really, really excited. It's going to be a challenging schedule. The Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference is a very good Shh, conference.
2: Crazy good.
0: Yep, it really is. The winner of our conference last year went to the national semifinals. Wow. A few years before that won the national championship. So every week it's a dogfight. I'm really excited about who we're going to play and, and the kids we're bringing to the game.
4: How, how's the new kids uh, getting acclimated, these new recruits, people just coming to the program? You know
0: what? I tell you what, they're, they're really good. Uh, we, we've got a few guys that we are still recruiting, but we had a great group that we brought in mid-year, uh, uh, probably about 15 guys mid-year, brought in a number of New Mexico kids. And there rec- we go. And recruited Woo-hoo. a lot of New go. Mexico kids. That's got something that's really important to me. Uh, I, I actually – a lot of people don't know this. My dad was in the military, but I went to Highland High School. Uh, you know, I, I, was, uh, I, I, played, I was a freshman on Coach Gentry's teams, so he scared the heck out of me my freshman year. But uh, <laughs> I have tremendous respect for, for New Mexico football and the student-athletes here. And so when I became the head coach, that's one of the things that I talked to our staff about and the administration. I want to get out into these schools. I want to recruit these kids. I want to build a foundation at Highlands University of New Mexico Kids. Division two football is, is about bringing in a mixture of kids. A lot of kids transfer from different areas. But I truly believe that you've got to build a foundation. And that starts with your kids right here at home, these New Mexico-based kids. They love the state. They love the sport. They're well-coached. They're great young men. And I really believe that, that the foundation of any good team in this state needs to be with New Mexico kids.
3: I want to talk about the community uh, up at New Mexico Highlands. So we know that what happened with the fires and yes. everything – do you feel like that tragic, you know, event has it galvanized the community to get behind the football team? You know, it has.
0: It, it really has. It, it. I tell you what, it galvanized the, the athletic department right. as well. I mean, you know, it's watching these people, watching how they're amazing people first of all, mm-hmm. but watching how they they endured this and went through this and they fought and and fought for their land and fought for what they had, their their possessions up there and blue collar great people smile on their face, truly believe they 're blessed, even in the middle of all this hardship. So when some of these things came up, we had chances to go field sandbags, we had chances to go try to help people in any way we could we had uh, we had the, the firefighters stand in the football office, uh, you know I mean all those things going on up there. And and you look at the people and you look at their faces and the expression on their faces, the love in their heart, and you know it's a great community. It's a great, it's a great group of people. And talking to them as I'm out doing those things, just selling the program. I was yeah. out last weekend really just going to restaurants and different places, just shaking hands, introducing myself more, trying to get people more excited about the program. You can see they're very, very excited about it. They're looking forward to the future here. They're looking forward to a
2: program they can be proud of and they can come, come support. Coach, what's the best way for, if it's Highlands alum or if it's friend of the show or anyone who wants to support not just the program but the event coming up? And give me one more time the name of the event. What do we decide on? It's the Pink Warrior Football Women's Clinic. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best way to reach out to you, aside from the email, which is rhudson at nmhu.edu, what is the best contact? Uh, that's, that's really going to be the best. It, yep. It's my email
0: at that address is going to be the best way to do that right now. We'll put out – We're going shortly here we're going to do some more promotions. We're going to put out something online on, on all the social media that will have something they can go to directly. But if you want to get to me, what I'll do is I'll get you in touch with Allison over Pink Warrior House as well. We'll get you set up. Uh, we've, got, we've got single seats that we're selling for this thing. We've got uh, we, we, corporations where people can buy a whole table. Uh, we, just anything you want to do to help support this. If you say, hey, look, I want to donate something hey look we just want it we want to give we don't want to go yeah. we want to give hey come on and give come on support i gonna tell you right now it doesn't matter what you're doing i tell you what the, the what what they're doing over at pink warrior house is something special and something i think you want to be a part
2: of love that love everything about it oh coach thank you thank you very much anthony garcia is going to join us after the break continuing the conversation of women in football because uh I mean the Diamondbacks playing the national championship this weekend, boys. They're going out to Nashville. We're gonna hit on that. It's two men on, ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Back on the program, wrapping up the hour with head coach of the Duke City Diamondbacks, Anthony Garcia. Anthony, welcome to the show, what brother. It? So what's up? You just gonna play in the national championship this week? What's the deal?
7: Yeah, we're gonna be, uh, be heading out to we're gonna be heading out to Tennessee to host or uh, go against Tennessee Thunder. Um, first time that a team from Albuquerque is able to uh, compete in the national championship for women's football, so we're excited about that.
2: Okay, I mean, so when you say women's football, that's like the traditional idea, or is this the eight-on-eight on
7: eight one? Uh, this is eight-on-eight. Eight.
2: So as these guys, as your team is going out, they, they've they had to travel this far for a game, or has it mostly been regional matchups?
7: Uh, the furthest we traveled was uh, Minnesota. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. like the whole country. Yeah. <laughs> so that's... <laughs>
4: What, what was the journey like for this team? Like, did you think at the beginning of the season that you guys would have a chance to make the national championship? Was that the goal, or is that something you slowly worked towards?
7: Uh, it's always been a goal to win the national championship, bring that to the Duke City. And, um, you know, this season's been a little rough. It's been roller coaster, but we persevered, got better as it went on, and now here we are.
3: So I'm seeing that there was a, a switch in leagues. How did that come about?
7: Uh, so there was a falling out. So I was one of the original members of the United Women's Football um, Association. Mm-hmm. And me and one of my partners, we just had a falling out over rules and how things were sh- supposed to be done. Uh, so myself and ten- the owner of Tennessee sat down and talked. And we uh, were just like, this isn't what we wanted when we started this league. Mm-hmm. So we decided we're going to exit out of there and create the elite women's football league.
2: Obviously, football, not like a super prominent sport for women at, at a youth age, and I know that's changing, but changing slowly. Where do your athletes come from? How do they get excited about the game?
7: Um, we get most of our athletes from word of mouth. Um, just we, we go to uh, Albuquerque Pride. We do the uh, um, New Mexico State Fair Parade. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of word of mouth and posting on Facebook.
4: So your your female football players, what athletic worlds do they come from? Is it... Is softball, volleyball, wrestling, et cetera, et ceteras, or just some people who've never played sports? What are the backgrounds of your athletes?
7: Uh, most of it's a, a lot of it is uh, just girls that's never played before. I've got one female; her name's uh, Jocelyn. She's an actual boxer.
3: I know Jocelyn, and <laughs> she is tough. <laughs> <laughs> She's played no games. I was just looking at the roster. I was like, I know Jocelyn.
7: Yeah. Uh, you know, we have a uh, ex cheerleader on the team. So it's it's a wide range. There's uh, team players on there that like my daughter. She plays for me. She's never uh, she's never played football before. Her sports always been volleyball.
3: I gotta ask you about that. How, having your okay, having I have two daughters. How is it to, that your daughter is playing tackle football? Do you do you are you kind of tough on her? or Do you take it easy? Or are you just like you know what? I'm straight down the line.
7: I'm straight down the line. I yeah, don't, I don't I don't like to favor anybody. Right. I coach this sport to because I love it. Um, you know, I've been doing this for twelve years, and when she said that she wanted to play, I was excited. I was like, "Yeah!" And then watching her, you know, she she plays on the offense and defensive line, and when watching her play that line, it's, it's that's it's awesome, amazing.
4: So you just mentioned that you you love the game. What was your introduction into women's football? How did you segue into this world?
7: Uh, so I was I was into men's semi pro out here, um, and just got tired of prima donnas and tired of how huh. things mm. were going on. So I was going to actually walk away from football, and a friend of mine, she came up to me. She's like, man, I miss playing football. I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> that I, easy. Yeah,
7: yeah, and I was like, <laughs> so I started looking up, looking into it and realized that there's over 100 teams across America. There's several different leagues. Um, so I I started my own team here. And, th- and this is,
2: boys, this isn't like, lingerie this is traditional yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is the deal yeah uh-huh. this is like hard hitting and, and going at it where where are the games primarily played when they're played here in the city
7: uh we played this year at uh cnm west up on by ventana ranch
2: that's pretty that's uh, i mean i don't know if you guys have been out there it's a cool little spot yeah. the all day games obviously no no lights no evenings nothing like that
7: uh there was one game where we were trying to get the lights but unfortunately the person we were supposed to meet went, didn't show up Oh, well, there's those lights so <laughs> we ended up having to Cancel the game a little early.
3: What do you have to say to someone who's questioning the toughness of your ladies on the team?
7: Come out and put – I was about to say, <laughs> suit up and come out and- <laughs>
2: Now the the thing that is to me most like exciting about it is your involvement in the community. Obviously, you guys are out a ton. Um, whenever you guys are, are out and, and you're having a presence, be it at Duke City Gladiators, I know I've seen you at the runners' games. I know I've seen you at blood drives and all these different things around town. Is that a big part of the core when you're looking for players? Is that a big part of what makes it so inviting for athletes?
7: Oh, uh, definitely. We want to give back to our uh, our community. That's our biggest thing is make sure that uh, our community is taken care of.
2: Check out the game this weekend playing the Nav- the Tennessee Thunder, and it's uh, there going to be a Facebook live stream, right? Correct. So Duke City, and then I- Duke City, look it up on Facebook, and then it's Diamondbacks after that, and that's the squad for you. Anything we miss, Coach?
7: Oh, that's everything.
2: Awesome, Anthony Garcia, thank you so very much. Where we get back, uh, it's a double bonus of the I nine <laughs> second I <I-9> nine Varsity <laughs> is the I nine Varsity of Takedowns. It's ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten, the Sports Animal.
4: What? At Duke City, you're listening to Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. As always, we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9, start our days at the YMCA. We end our days at Hollow Spirits. And you can catch us at the lab sipping on them Teller pre-made cocktails. Teller, New Mexico's Vodka. Got a bonus I-9 varsity for you today. If the I-9 varsity of Robbins wasn't enough. (laughs) Here we go with the I-9 varsity of
2: takedowns. Yeah. This is a good one.
3: Yeah, this is real good.
2: Now, this came up because you had mentioned that Robin Givens, you thought was like the ultimate takedown of Mike Tyson. Yeah. 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 A lot of people might go the other way. A lot of people might go the other way.
5: Yeah. I think he just made her show her colors.
3: Keep going. Oh, she's on the yeah. right track. Okay. Keep going. Yeah.
4: <laughs> That's it. Cool.
5: <laughs> but my biggest one, because I'm a Dallas fan.
4: Uh uh-huh. oh.
5: Has to be Jessica Simpson I knew it. Ruined, uh,
2: Romo. Uh, ruined Romo. Ruined
4: Romo.
3: It's
2: on my list.
4: No okay. longer. <laughs> I thought you meant the family in the TV show Dallas trying to take down Jr. <laughs> That's the Dallas takedown I thought you were going to talk about. Are you, you guys gonna you gonna follow that up?
3: Anybody? Oh, I'm go ready. Ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, go ahead. Did,
2: well, I didn't know it was my turn. I was go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, great, buddy. Great.
3: Give me Courtney Love. Okay. Courtney Love. Ouch. <laughs> you wow. You Woo. just went all yeah. out. Woo. Came off the top rope with that one. Okay. Courtney Love is, I mean, she's malaligned,
2: right? She's complicated. She, in her own way, is a world of talent. Okay. And sometimes that talent overshadows your partner, and that's exactly what happened to Kurt Cobain. Mm. So you couldn't handle living in the shadows, is what you're
4: saying? <laughs> of holes.
2: That's what I'm saying. Oh, give man. me Courtney Love on the Iron varsity of Takedowns.
4: Oh, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. Start. Way to start it off. I got rough you. Start. Is the six o'clock hour is this considered the after dark part <laughs> of the program? Is this uh, what Buck might refer to as the ratchet hour? It's the ratchet uh, hour. Is this the ratchet hour now. <laughs> <Lady>. <laughs> First on my I nine varsity so takedowns, I'm going to keep it simple. All right, yeah. you get one point. It's the karate takedown. Oh, okay. You just grab them by the knee, yeah. throw them over your hip. Boom, blow the whistle, one take, point. Take a point, lose a point. That yeah. is the weakest move ever. Yep. Karate, karate <laughs> takedown. It's the weakest move in Tekken 3, too. Oh, That's yes. The, yeah. the
3: people yes. who are grab happy on yeah. Tekken 3. Forward yeah. forward
1: it's garb- B. It's a no. garbage oh, way yes. to play. Missed me, with that.
3: <laughs> Missed me with forward forward B. I'm going to go back into the vein where we started. Uh huh. I'm going to go with the catfishing of Manta Tail. Oh, this Ooh. is very good. Thank you. And this wasn't even... This is the power uh, that this whole thing has. wasn't even real. Well, it was just the thought of it that brought him down.
2: Yeah, he never really recovered from never,
3: it. Never. Never. was
2: a hypothetical one. girlfriend.
3: Yes. That was, oh, I was a big type fan, too. The Duchess of Sussex is on my list. Okay. So
2: Meghan Markle basically ripped Harry straight out of all of it. Harry would still be in path. Because, like, the Queen of England is not going to make it through the summer. We all know that. Not a fortnight for sure. And then, I mean. Look,
4: the Queen of England died like 20 years ago. That is, is an probably al- dead. That is an Illuminati robot just like Paul McCartney. We all know that. So,
2: although I would agree worth it, I will go with Meghan Markle. <laughs> oh. As an, as an automatic takedown.
4: Not hey. bad. Man. Steph, you back in on this you one? got another one? Yoko. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, See, that That was yeah. be, <laughs> That was my number one. Good yeah. job, Steph. Strong She's, work. She might be an originator. Not just Lennon. Yeah. A whole band. Everybody. Yeah. Biggest band in the world. Everybody got got. Kept getting, too, afterwards. Yeah, it didn't
2: mm-hmm. stop either. Yeah, no. <laughs>
4: no. Yeah.
5: I don't even think her son got famous, right? Nope.
4: Oh. That's messed up. That's two takedowns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He did do a song on Deltron 3030 with Dell the Funky Homo Sapiens. Yes. Oh, okay. He yeah. did at least have that saving grace. Next on my i9 varsity of takedowns, I'm think doing a. I am doing
2: a what saving grace means.
4: Celebrity Takedown, which is a live DVD and video compilation. Oh, okay. By the Gorillas. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. So uh, when the one. Gorillas were in there, by the way, Gorillas still putting out strong music. That's a good one. Didn't know. After Gorillas' first album, the first two albums, they had a compilation of all their music videos. Okay. And then a, a live concert. So Celebrity Take Down next on my i nine varsity. Not so bad.
3: All right. I'm going to go with a Kardashian, but not the one you think I'm going to go with. All right. I'm going to go with Khloe Kardashian.
4: Oh,
2: she's got a couple of them. Khloe's got two big ones. Yep.
3: Okay. James Harden. Very good. And Lamar Odom.
2: Yeah, these are excellent takedowns. Yeah.
3: Yeah. How did James Harden get taken down? He hasn't been the same since. You think? He hasn't been the same.
2: What about Thomas? Wasn't Thomas in the mix too, or was that a different Kardashian? That
3: was a different Kardashian. But of of the Kardashians, Khloe has the best two takedowns. Especially Lamar Odom. Yeah. Bryn Hartman is on my list. Mm. Educate
4: us, please.
2: Uh, Phil Hartman's wife.
4: Mm. Ouch, bro. man, <laughs> man, oh man! It's getting dark fast, <laughs> very, very fast. It's the road he's going down. <laughs> my goodness, I'm going me a pharaoh next. So keep going, oh, oh. <laughs> my goodness!
5: I feel like Aaron Rodgers hasn't been the same since that Shailene or Charlene Woods or oh, like of course Burging not.
2: Girl. No, you're that's a hundred percent correct. But he took her down.
4: Yeah, she hasn't been the same since Aaron (gasps) Rodgers is Mm -hmm. the one. Plus, he's won two straight MVPs. She was like his bottom B for all that. (laughs) Not like his roommate and trainer, who is his beard. No, she's the beard. He's the bottom B, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Mix them up. (laughs) Next on my (laughs) I-9 varsity takedowns. Is uh, I had some trouble Googling it because I was going to do a takedown by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, mm-hmm. mm. but the song's called Breakdown, right? Oh, breakdown, yeah. So I'm going to skip this round because I, right. right. I, I just got this wrong. All right. Okay.
3: I'm going to go with any woman that's been seen on TV with A-Rod. <laughs> okay? Okay, that's very good. Because if you don't remember- I do. Remember when he was with Cameron Diaz? Yes. By the way, where is she? I have no clue. She's taking 10 or 12 years off. No clue. So, you know, remember the 2012, Van, you probably remember this, ALCS with the Yankees. He batted 1-1-1 all because of Cameron Diaz. Mm. Then he gets with J-Lo, loses J-Lo, comes back with Mm J-Lo, proposes. She says no, goes back with the X. A-Rod has been a loser with any woman you've seen him on TV with.
4: Uh, okay, he's number two on the left side of the Yankees infield, and he's number two with the ladies of New York City. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. A jeter. He's definitely
4: of, not a jeter. No, he is not a jeter <laughs> not on the field. All. He's not a jeter <laughs> in the sheets. <laughs> give me a – Uh-oh,
2: I'm,
3: I'm afraid to hear this.
2: Give me Elizabeth Taylor and all of Hollywood.
3: Oh.
4: Strong word. Yeah,
2: I got
3: you. Oh. Whoever, she was a sniper. Whoever she wanted,
2: yeah. take yes. down, take down, take down.
5: I think John F. Kennedy took out Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wait a minute Fire. Wait a minute, you told her
3: wow. Oh, that's wait. Are you sure it was the right Kennedy? Yeah, ro- <laughs> Robert or John? You yeah. yeah. Robert. <laughs> Just put
4: Kennedy in. There. You had a few of them.
3: Man, Ted. Did Ted get some too?
2: You know Jerry Springer was on Robert Kennedy's staff when he was assassinated?
4: Did you hear the sentence I just said? Did you say that again? Yep. Okay, I'm doing some research on that later. So Ah. Jerry
2: Springer went to Northwestern. Jerry Springer, who famously was the mayor of Cincinnati and...
4: Jerry Springer.
2: Jerry Springer from the Jerry Springer Show, is a lawyer. He's a defense attorney. Whenever he graduated Northwestern, he joined Robert Kennedy's... uh, What's the word I'm trying to come up with here? campaign team okay. wow and then that lasted for about 75 days we know what happened there and then he was like well i guess i'll just go uh practice law and politics in cincinnati and mm. i became the mayor so there you go
1: ah huh.
4: man next on my i9 varsity takedowns mm-hmm. i'm going with my favorite rolling stone song breakdown by tom petty and the heartbreak so this takedown was by little Susie. Because She thinks she's the queen of the underground, and she wrecked the main character of this song so bad, which could assumed is Mick Jagger, that he's forced to do heroin in his basement because she dropped him down a peg so hard, mm-hmm. he dropped out of life and became a drug addict. It's a great song, by the way. It's not that dark when you hear <laughs> it being sung, but it's, but it's very dark.
2: From the texter, didn't Jerry Springer also write a lady of the night a check that bounced? I wouldn't have Whoa. that information.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm just surprised they took checks. Who's this- <laughs> taking
5: <laughs> checks out there? This- um, I'm going to need to see two forms of ID, please.
2: <laughs> From the texter, Thumb uh, print? <laughs> uh, Amber Heard is on the texter. No, she's no, not she, qualified. She,
3: she failed big time. She
2: does, she's that's not a takedown. Took herself for
3: effort. I got one in the sports world. Yep. Caster Semenya. What? Yeah. You don't remember this one. Who the dropped, South African. Oh, I do know who this is.
4: <laughs> oh, Blade Runner? Yes. <laughs> no, that's Pistorius. No, 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 no.
3: No, that's Pistorius. Yeah, that's Pistorius. Caster. Caster. Just took out everybody. Mm-hmm. Came to the Olympics and obliterated everyone.
2: Now there's a conversation about caster. Yeah, who may have had an advantage at birth. Yeah, with uh, testosterone levels.
4: Yes.
3: Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. I know this story. Their X Y sex determination. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yes. (laughs) She's back
2: too. (laughs) Yes. She's back. I watched the real time or real sports on her. Yeah.
4: I I saw that one too. Yeah. I was in. That name didn't pop out at first. Like much like. Never yep. mind. I'm not going there. Yo! <laughs>
2: Give me Terry Tate. Ooh. Terry Tate is on my
4: list of takedowns. Oh. Took down a lot of office workers. Took
2: down a lot of office workers to Terry Tate. There was Ooh. nothing they could do. Put him on the I-9 varsity of takedowns.
5: Okay. My biggest one will be, I think Juliet took, um... Romeo? <laughs> Romeo <out.
4: laughs> yeah. That's kind of mutual though, wasn't it? Well, it's more gaslighting. Kind of yeah, samesies. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of samesies. It's.
2: Have you ever seen Romeo and Juliet like in an actual play, like on a stage?
3: Yeah, a couple times.
2: Have you seen it, Robert? No, it's the worst thing of all time.
3: I've only seen it in movies, not as a play.
2: We what we should do is find it at like whatever the local theater is, because it is just. I mean, it's mind-numbingly bad.
5: Only if we could do it like Space Odyssey, whatever, and we all sit there and commentate it during. The oh, no, that would
4: be fun—mystery science theater. Do a oh, riff. There uh, you you want to do a riff track over it? Oh, that would be fun. With as long as we could, you know, with dignity and respect, honor the performers. Yes, obviously. Mm. From and, the li- and lambast them
3: <laughs> from the live chat.
2: Friend of the show, Craig says his car got taken down today, and the police are still looking
4: for it. No. Oh, no! oh, oh how sad. K three stay. Oh, R. I. P. Craig's Honda.
2: That is a shame. That's the worst. It's a good i nine varsity boys. Do we miss any takedowns?
3: Bonus varsity. Uh, Delilah from Samson. Yeah. Mm. She had like fourteen husbands. Yeah, but they weren't as important as he was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Henry VIII.
2: That's a good one. Mm,
4: took down a lot. Yeah. He's a busy guy.
2: I might argue that Leslie Mann ruined Judge Apatow's career, but they're still married, so I don't know if that counts <laughs> as a takedown. Mm. Uh,
3: the spate <laughs> of Illinois against R. Kelly. Mm?
2: Oh, there's a good takedown.
3: Very good takedown. Well-deserved.
2: A can of odd dinner. There's lots of takedowns <laughs> Are we
4: Are going to talk about WWE guilt next? Let's
2: see if it makes the show. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Back on the program, man. You asked that we were going to do a little WWE guilt talk.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We could skip it and save it.
2: No, let me hit on it for a second.
4: Let me hit on it for a second. Oh, to piggyback on last segment. Shout yeah. out to Mailman. He said he's got a good one. Lorena Bobbitt. That's quite the takedown. Yeah, That's a take in. It was like a take in. Like take on the- we
5: hold her as a god in my. Hey! Oh, 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 oh my what? god! Oh, whoa! Stomach. Oh, <laughs> if, he
1: was,
3: if he was, if he was, if he slept on his back, it was definitely a
4: takedown. Took it down a couple inches. Yep. Yeah. The texture is too much sometimes. Yep. I can't repeat <laughs> half of this.
2: You and I were talking over the weekend. Went to the United game. Big tie for the United at home. United are on a run, by the way. they are going to do that thing. They're in the mix. Mm-hmm. I was talking to David Carl about this during the broadcast, but it's they're not they're not putting the hammer on anyone, but no one's putting the hammer on them. Like they're in the Correct. mix.
4: Correct. We did put the hammer on Phoenix. Well, I mean, mm. seven rip. That's a hammer. Had it come. Oh yeah,
3: that's a that's short game. Molly whopping. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word.
2: I don't know enough about that.
3: Molly walked. So over the weekend,
2: you and I were talking after a big win, and I was like, Van, like we spend all this program, Robert, you weren't part of this conversation, we're welcoming you in now. Okay. Van, we spend all this time on the program just lambasting Deshaun Watson for yeah. being a horrible human mm-hmm. being and all these decisions.
3: Yeah. I know where you're going with and
2: that. And I'm over here drinking WWE Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like double fisting it right now. Always. Always. And there's all of these, and these aren't just allegations. These are hush agreements, NDAs, full-on disclosy boys. Yeah. And I'm feeling like, feeling like a little bit of a turncoat here. Like, how can I not see through my WWE-colored glasses at just how awful this product organization and primarily the McMahon is? Like, help me, like, rationalize
4: we see we've had this talk in other facets of entertainment yeah because i can separate the art and the artist i cannot if the artist is kind of a a pile of garbage in real life i can separate their art because usually art comes from a place inside you that is a little challenging Sometimes maybe you're a little mentally ill. Maybe sometimes uh, you got some PTSD from childhood events and through this struggle, like, you create art. Yes, we have all beat therapists. So, I don't know if WWE classifies as art and artists. What? Well, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I gotta say, actually,
3: this doesn't even fall under that.
2: Okay. Give me some.
3: You know why? Because these people these women were actually a part of his company and were former wrestlers one was a former wrestler one was a wrestler yeah Yeah. i don't i don't think that can be like he's dipping in his own pool like that's what he was doing he was using his power he was using coercion yeah i think that's different than what you were saying about separating the art from the artist
4: yeah because we were talking r kelly yeah like r
3: kelly and Allegedly MJ. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. But I think this is kinda this maybe to me kinda worse with Vince McMahon. It's like he was I don't know, man. This it was his super playground,
4: it seems like. And he had like like a bingo punch card yeah. of yeah. employees at his office. He had a wrestler, he had someone on the board, he had an administrative assistant. All level. Yeah, like every yeah. everybody.
2: By the way, married. Like, by the way. And also, I'll be the first one to be like, I don't, I can't define anyone's marriage. Like, however you guys want to live and exist, and yeah, 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 yeah you want to wear a fancy shirt out and kiss
3: strangers, cool, that's your energy. Well, don't care. When you have a lot of money. That's that's a whole different marriage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not poor people' marriage. No, <laughs> like, that's a part of their agreement. I don't know.
2: It's a hundred percent. Yeah, for agreement. real. And also, you don't like and hear me out. If you're Linda McMahon, who's like, like former like senator thing, former yeah. like, you know. Cabinet member former all these things. You don't need your husband's weird serial sexual abuser money. Yeah. You don't want that.
3: Sure. Right.
2: That's not mine.
4: But as a fan, I'm like, I'm still sweating, I'm still going to SummerSlam. But look, it happens so often. They had to have written that into the budget. Like That's his budget. He yeah. he did that. Yeah. 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 They're like, okay, we've had one of these every year for the past twelve years, Vince. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be? We going to set aside twelve million uh, this year? Are We factoring is in inflation? He's like, uh, do we need to get another Pepsi contract to uh, cover your in in uh, indiscretion <laughs> budget? The crazy thing about this is,
3: I love the announcement that comes out. He's stepping down. Yeah,
4: <laughs> that's the biggest crock. He's at every show still. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's still pulling the strings. Yeah, stepping down and appointed his daughter. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's like he literally throws the like the big like old timey
2: electrical switch like in Back to the Future mm-hmm. to like like that's when the show starts, is when Vince McMahon throws it. And they're like, Okay, we get it. It's your cousin, Marvin.
4: Marvin Barry. But yeah, you should feel guilty. I should, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nah. gross. It's gross. It's gross and it's happened forever and they
2: covered it up. Hey, but can I rationalize with, like, this happens everywhere and blah, blah, blah. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't give up my my hobby and my interest. Man, I'm
3: going to yeah. tell you what it is. Or my Uncle Tommy over here. I'm going like, to tell you what it is. And it's not it's with America. It's an it's a old, rich, white guy, man. Sure. That's what it is. Yeah. This is Robert Kraft Jr. This is what it is. Nobody cares. When it's an athlete, when it's, you know, a, a, a person of color and you're supposed to be out there playing a the game, it's one thing. And when you own some stuff. When you're running the show, it's like, hey, that's what they do. That's a part of being rich. That's a part of being that guy. That's why I don't think there's a big – like we see news outlets talking about it, but it's not a big deal. It's not. You're not doesn't
4: that suck that we become so jaded that this is a non-story? That, seriously.
3: Well, and
2: I think it's
4: even less of a story to wrestling fan.
2: You,
3: you know,
4: you, the my, only people who cares of people who aren't wrestling That's fans. how I feel. Yep, you're right. That's the persona he's created, right?
3: The like cult part of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's very smart of him to be honest, because I, I feel like for years that's what he's been doing, and he's like, "Well, hey, I'm I'm Mr. McMahon."
2: Guys who sweat Michael Jackson, gals who sweat Michael Jackson, guys and gals who sweat Elvis, like they don't see it. Mm-hmm. Like where I'm, I'm too in, engulfed in the fandom, and yeah. I'm over here like, yeah, heck, I think I'm fringe enough to be like, I'm just not in. Like this I think is what's with the Browns. Hard,
5: I guess as like maybe a woman on this side oh, and welcome. seeing it is how do you get behind your husband allowing your children to to now be become a new fan of this because of mm. what the previous owner stood behind. So now as a woman you're going to be like, I don't want my child to be around that whereas before you were like, it's all fun, it's all games.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. Yep. Or all these employees got to take this dude down and get millions of dollars out of it. The
3: height of WWE was the Attitude Era.
2: It makes more money now than it ever has.
3: Well, I mean, that's when it started, to be honest. But what well, part? It's just like they were showing us this right in front of the TV every week. Yeah, I don't know that right. Every right. week. <laughs> Fred knows.
2: Yeah, that's that's like the mid-90s stuff. Yeah. It's like,
3: like naked women and just over-the-top X-rated stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. They did yeah. like
2: a pay-per-view with like Girls Gone Wild.
3: Yeah. Is
5: this what? Is, were they aware that this was going to come out to the public? That's why he handed the handed the reins over to Stephanie?
2: Correct.
3: Yep, exactly.
2: So when the investigation into the hush money started by the Wall Street Journal, and by the way, no one is discrediting the Wall Street Journal. Like they're, no they're,
4: one said peep. Yeah, they're, they're spot on. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. They vet it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: And then, so there's like a board at WWE, and there's like, uh, Van, you know the verbiage I'm talking about, like A and B shares of the company, whatever that's called, yeah, Prime and Public or whatever. So he can't be forced out. Like, there's not like a vote that can happen. There's nothing of that nature. Like, it's his thing. Like He owns it. But the thing is, if WWE can prove, and this is the only one that's going to happen, if WWE can prove that you're missing out on what? Sales dollars. Advertising. That's when yeah. he will step down on his own. Because until it hurts the bottom line, until you're, you are no longer have Slim Jim putting their name on it, that's when it matters. It doesn't matter before then. Because all that matters is 1.1 Bill and Revs last year. I got a theory
3: on this. Back in the day, if this would have happened when like WCW was around, they would have been all over this. Oh, they would have been running him through. Oh, they would have been making sure to hit his pockets. AEW hasn't. Max Caster has gone after him a little bit. Has
2: he? Yeah, and it's very good.
3: Oh, okay. I got to check it out then. Because I have, up until you said that, I didn't think anyone had touched it.
2: He's the only one. And his angle van is that's his angle. So whenever he has the microphone, he just lambasts hmm. the competition. And he's very good at it. Hmm. But that's all storyline stuff. We're talking like real life stuff. Yeah. Vince McMahon paid hush money. To relationships he's had. Now, whenever we say relationships, what does that mean? Is that like is Vince going to paralegal that he meets in his building and he's like, Hey, I'll give you a hundred grand um uh and a job mm-hmm. for sex? Or is she like, Hey, I'm willing to have like a ton of sex with you for a hundred grand and a job? Right. And I'm not gonna say either of them's good. They're both weird. They're both super
4: weird. And apparently she was okay with the situation. Apparently braggadocious. Allegedly. Yeah. Until he started passing her around. That's when it gets weird. Yeah. yeah. To other board members. Oof. Super yeah. weird. Yeah. And there's a few situations like that. It's very gross. It's insanely gross. Like, what? what what's the, the straw that breaks the camel's back? Feel like we've had all of these horrible brain injuries and the suicides and the murders yep. and, yeah. you know, d- the life expectancy is so low and all the criminal activity and you name it within the organization. Is is this the one that people are like, maybe this culture needs to change. Why would it be this when oh, it's oh, not man. when it's not all the other? What's the documentary you're trying to get me to watch? Dark Side, Dark Side oh, of the, the right, Ring. Dark, Dark Side of the Ring. You got a whole season of that right but guess what multiple stories he's, none of those stories are enough i think he's daniel snyder on steroids this guy is
3: super sure. teflon mm-hmm. sure. if nothing's taken him down yet this is just another blip on the on the scene well,
2: and like some examples like allegedly the macho man rainy savage has an underage relationship with stephanie mcmahon yeah allegedly not even allegedly actually the entire crispin wa yeah s- sure all of it yeah the Ultimate Warrior goes on TV and dies the next day of heart failure. That is drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, there's all of these things forever in WWE, and none of that's got
4: it. You have, He has to think he's bulletproof. Has to. Yeah. Well, look
1: hey, at this. Not
4: losing like, me. While all of these things were happening with Vince McMahon, his wife was working in the White House. That is. He's connected all the way to the top. Of course he's not going to get in trouble. That's insanely weird. Mm-hmm.
2: Seventeen million dollars is the revised number.:
4: I've said it before, I'll say it again. I've never paid for sex, but if that's what you're into, go crazy as long as it's legal and consensual. But vince, you are paying way too much for sex. That just uh... 17 million is about 17 million more than I would pay for sex. Because <laughs> <laughs> my amount is zero dollars. Just crazy. If you don't count dinner in a bar tab. I'm soul searching a little bit, boys. It's my favorite thing
2: in the whole wide world. And I think I have to give up on it. So what's your what's your decision
4: making oh, here? Are man. you gonna like go only uh, AEW? Let me see what happens after SummerSlam. Now I was gonna say.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you were gonna say, "Let me see what happens with this whole Roman Reigns yeah. arc," because <laughs> that gives you longer.
2: <laughs> yeah. If Randy Orton comes back and hits an RKO out of nowhere, I mean, what can I do? <laughs> I
4: mean, I'm. I mean, am I gonna go back and look through my record collection? And take out there you go. That's pile of garbage that's or hot borderline hot adjacent
3: we pile a part of garbage. can't
5: the cancel culture. Yes, oh. yeah,
4: exactly. Because if that's the case, you would be listening to silence. Yeah, yep. Especially if you add in like drug addicts, like mm-hmm. no music ever.
2: <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah. Wow, it's an yeah. insanely good point. That's sure. some gospel
4: you couldn't listen to. Yeah, yeah for sure.
2: <laughs> if you're like I'm over here, like you know, like me and my lady, we're just in like. We're in a regular relationship. It's only, like, it's just us. That's it. That's the traditional relationship. I don't hate Fleetwood Mac. Like, I should, right? Right, yeah. Like, I don't. But I should. Yeah.
4: Whatever Zach Wilson defines a relationship right
2: <laughs> City of old, city of new, city of Joseph, old Nauvoo. It's a pretty good moron reference if you get it. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, we're cutting some stuff from the show. It's okay. All right. Go heavy sometimes. Hey, we got three hours every day this week. We got all the time we need. Leave it on the table. That's how I feel.
5: I feel like we missed an hour somewhere.
2: What? Because of the party? This is the party.
5: It was so much fun.
2: I got a nephew, right? He's 19. And maybe, gosh, maybe nine years ago, right, where um, everyone calls me and my brother slow. Everyone calls us Slow. That's mm-hmm. their last name. They call Slow. So anyway, somebody had called, at the time, Nicholas 10. They called him Slow. He's like, my nickname's not Slow. My nickname's The Party.
4: I love- oh, <laughs> that is your nephew.
3: <laughs> I was like, that's such a good nickname. Said it. Just matter of fact, yeah. the way he said it. My nickname's The Party. Get it right. That's great. Years later,
2: we changed his nickname to Magnum. It's equally strong. Whoa. That's strong. So whenever he became like a teenager of uh, an exciting age, my brother found like a, on his dresser like a box of- Legend. Yep. hmm And my brother's like, oh, Magnums, huh? Oh, huh? Magnum? We <laughs> <laughs> so referred to him as Magnum uh, till today. He's not been to the party for years. We call him Magnum.
4: Pretty good little bit. Party has to grow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
2: right, boys. NBA talk. Here's the news. And- It might sound like a bit of a stretch, but I'm going to promise you, this one is on the nose. There is no NBA news. That's the news. For one day. Actually, a couple of... It has been an entire week now. Yeah. How many times can we say, Kyrie, Durant, Kyrie, Durant, Irving, Kevin, Kevin, Irving, Kyrie, Durant?
3: We can't anymore Mm -hmm. because nothing ever happens. There's never any news. I think, like you said, that is the telling part. When someone as huge as Kevin Durant says, I want to be traded, I'm, um, you know, trade me, or I'm not coming back, and nothing happens for a week, that says
4: a lot. Nothing. But, like, a big story like Kevin Durant wanting to be traded hijacks all the fun smaller stories we'd be talking about. Like that buffoon who I used to love until, like, yesterday, John Morant says he could beat Jordan one-on-one. Say, cook him. Come <laughs> on. Come on, hey man! Uh, Come on, unpopular belief. <sighs> I believe him. What? Hey, at
3: Jordan's current age, maybe. Hey, he can take Jordan at least one out of three because Jordan's sixty right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, in their primes though, like anybody can get cooked. But John ja, okay. is he saying consistently cooked or just cook him one I time? Mean,
2: you know, when you say cooked, you mean cooked. Also, yeah. John ja Morant went on to say if he was the goalie against Messi, he'd stop him. <laughs> That's not a story.
4: The one I've, I th- I've never ice skated before, but I could get Gretzky one-on-one. What? Right, uh-huh. That's the same thing. That's literally the same. That's the
2: same thing. You remember when Chad Johnson would try out for soccer teams every five minutes? Yeah. They're like, what are you doing? Yeah.
3: At least he looked good doing it. He could play. On his own. Yeah. When he
4: was on a football field, American. I've never been behind a camera, but that Scorsese guy is kind of a loser. <laughs> I got him. I could take him. I'll win more Oscars.
2: The story I saw this weekend on the Talking Head show was uh, Summer League basketball. Uh, Westbrook is there. LeBron is there. But they're sitting in two different sections. These guys hate each other.
3: What? No, I, 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 was, I heard a similar story. But this, was, this is how slow NBA is. LeBron came to a game with some snacks in a Ziploc bag. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, my God, he's a billionaire and he's eating homemade snacks. That was the story. That's the story. That's in, how he's a billionaire he takes care of his body. NBA, y'all yeah. got to get better, man. Got to figure it out. The NFL is killing. All the time. <laughs> there's always something to talk about. The real story right now, the
2: only story in the NBA is how well, Aiden doesn't have a max deal. Well,
4: look, there's, there's Mello right there on the sideline. He brought his own water. He's probably like what is it, Detroit Tigers legend Al K line Water? So you're all All right, so you're watching the screen in the studio, which is what you're describing. Yeah, yeah. And You just mentioned LeBron on the sideline eating snacks. Here's Carmelo bringing his own water. None of those... Is this wh- going to be the story tomorrow? Why, is he in Flint? But I don't blame him if he...
3: <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> the only story
2: in the association right now is how Aiden doesn't have a max deal, and there's only two teams that can offer a max deal.
3: That's the only story. And you know what's so funny? If you don't really closely... Uh, follow the NBA. You have no clue who Aiden is.
4: Oh, he's number three on the Suns. So good. Like, how would you know? For real. And whatever, because
2: the only two teams that can offer max deals, Indiana and San Antonio. Whenever he ends up going to one of them, he's gone forever.
3: For gone, you'll never gone know his forever. name.
2: <laughs> hey,
4: cool. And I, lo- I'm pro labor. I love you getting paid, <laughs> but it is over. It's done. But you could have like a a Carl Anthony Towns kind of rise. Nobody knew who he was for a couple years, and then like he just played so well, he had to have his name out there. Yeah.
2: I'm also. Do uh...
4: uh, <laughs> no. so you think CP3 and Booker made him, and he's just gonna ride that wave? You
3: know what the the the, the second year player is more famous than he is on that team.
4: Ant Man is more famous. He is. I don't know. DeAndre Aiden's a pretty good basketball player by all statistical metrics. I
2: think he's a pretty good basketball player. I think you give him a max contract. Oh, you have to live in Indiana.
4: Oh, God. He's
3: about to turn into Jermaine O'Neal,
4: man. D- oh.
2: <laughs> That's what he's going to turn don't into. Don't put that on him.
4: <laughs> don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby.
2: Oh, but uh, hey, Fred, the summer league right now, uh,
3: Scotty Pippen's kid is playing. Oh, my and- God. No. Thank you. Thank you. Miss me. I, I- I have not watched any. This is the most I've watched that's on the TV right now. i what not You didn't that.
4: watch highlights of Chet Holmgren's first game? I'm not watching that. When he could actually beat Jordan one-on-one. <laughs> Chet Holmgren allegedly uh,
2: sandbagged his workout with uh, the Dallas uh, and the Miami and because he wanted to go to OKC. No, he did not. No, Nobody stop does.
3: It. Stop it.
2: You know what's get drafted by OKC? Going to be waiting a long time.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie, play some cricket noises. That's who's, gonna,
2: that's who's going to OKC. Tulsa does their absolute best to not even be associated with
4: OKC. They're like, no, don't get us, too. Can we Can we secede with you, Texas? Yeah. <laughs> Expand west only. Come with us. We need a, a sprinkle of relevancy. <laughs> hey, beautiful lakes in Oklahoma, though. Not lying. Oklahoma? A lot of fireflies. Oh,
2: man. No. Nah. What are you doing?
4: <laughs> nah. Hey, you want to tune into 12 different Red Dirt Country radio stations? The earth is beautiful there. I'm not talking about Oklahomans. Yeah. Okay. It'd be lovely without all those Oklahomans.
2: I mean, miss me with all that. I mean, Matt Holiday's cool, but.
4: It sucks so bad, they just gave him a strip of land that no one else wanted. We've talked about That is true.
3: Yeah. And they wasn't even in the news. It was like, yeah,
4: y'all can have the panhandle. Yeah, just
3: take it. <laughs> we don't want it. it, boys. We, we don't this want progress. this panhandle. We don't want you.
2: <laughs> that, <laughs> that was a full-on work by the government. Yeah. That was a full-on. Hey, in case we want to expand slavery, oh. this it <laughs> yeah. we can start here. Here's the, yeah. <laughs> sure. You know, who will champion this this 17
4: mile stretch of oh, land. Oh my God! So this oddly long rectangle here, <laughs> we might put some people here later. Yeah, you guys hold on to it. <laughs>
2: Please don't worry about the Dust Bowl. We'll make it up to you. Oh, Here's a weird strip of land.
4: We, no. w- we would kick you out of our country if you weren't north of Texas. Right. We need are, access are, to Texas. If you were south of stuff, you'd be gone
3: already. Well, Oklahoma. if it was up to Texas, Oklahoma would be the southernmost states in the United States. Uh-huh. Trust me. Texas wants to be its own country.
2: Yeah. Hey, but also somebody right now, like friend of the show, is like, Boomer Sooner. And I'm like, no, no, do not Boomer Sooner me. Don't Those you, things don't even rhyme the way you think they do. Boomer Sooner. I recognize that it's an R, but it's a soft R.
3: Good. It's supposed to be schooner, but they don't know how to say it. This,
2: That's probably right. <laughs> That's what it
3: is. I'm telling you. Oh, I that oh, wagon? Yeah, the wagon is a schooner. I did
2: not know that. Yeah.
3: They just don't know how to say it. So they say sooner. Boomer Sooner Schooner. Mm-hmm.
2: Oklahoma is for giving up on the Oregon Trail. That's what Oklahoma is. <laughs>
4: Zach Wilson's going to go
3: to oh, Oklahoma. Oh, I wish you was
4: my history teacher, man. <laughs> Everything would have clicked. <laughs> Zach Wilson's going to go to Oklahoma and have a nooner. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. In the boomer, sooner, schooner. Oh, man.
2: 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Good program today. Three hours of the program all week long. Ice ups are on the road. They're at Sacramento. It's kind of a weird thing. Oh, they got a day game, too, tomorrow. So, there you go. Wednesday, excuse me. See, so Ice Topes, seven fifteen starts all night, so we will lead you right up to that. I am on assignment at the end of the week. Van and Robert on Friday.
4: Yes, sir. We'll figure out Thursday. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. I think uh, Lobo legend Brandon Mason might join me on Thursday. A little TBT? For a little bit, yeah.
2: That's going to be good. That's next Monday over at the pit. Correct. I know. That's the deal on the website right now, too. If you go to the Sports Animal website, you can get TBT tickets.
3: Yeah, check that out. You should get them. It's going to be fun. Boys will be there. I think that's going to be so competitive. Yeah? I don't think it'll start out that way, but once the juices get flowing,
4: Yep. I think Lobos and Aggies are going to play their asses off. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. That's a blood feud.
2: And their game is at eight o'clock next Monday. So we have the program till seven. Yep. And we got to figure that out. You know what we should do? Hear me out. We do the program. And then after we do the program, obviously the TBT. But then we rush over to like that Buffalo Wild Wings right there, finish the home run derby.
3: Smart. Yeah, that's the closest thing. Do me. it
2: all. Maybe we should give them a call, see what's up. But it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good little week of basketball here in town. Robert, you had a bunch of shows last week. You got anything coming up?
3: No, actually I don't. I'm I'm getting some rest. I won't start back up until the twentieth, which will be the roast battles back at Revel. Mm. Ooh, okay. Starting that back up. They excited to have that back! Oh yeah, everyone, everyone loves the rose battle. They're good. so much fun. Yeah, there's
5: a lot of people on that lineup.
3: Yeah, um, we got a we got one. It's two versus two. Ooh. that's gonna be. He, I'm I'm curious how that's gonna go. The fatal four way. Yeah, I'm curious. They better bring it because I'm hosting. So, <laughs> I wonder how I would do in one of those. I'm clever. That's all it is: clever and yeah. timing.
2: Oh, is what about hidden below the belt? Because I'm
3: that too. Oh, that's oh, okay. That's, I, that's they don't un- wear belts. Yeah, that's un- yeah, yeah, there's that's no that's an unwritten rule. You're supposed to do that. Yeah, you're not going to survive if you don't mm-hmm.
2: need to. Heinsfield is dead and gone. Ah, uh, dead and gone. What's I'm the sure. new name, Van?
4: Got something stupid? I don't know. <laughs> Arkreicher? What is what? that? It's some kind of insurance company. That's all I know. Literally all I know. As long as it's not crypto. (laughs) Yeah, I can't say this word either.
2: Crypto's down to like 20. Do you boys see that?
4: Is it alopecia? Alopecia Insurance Services? Keep
2: my stadium's name out of your mouth. (laughs) So there you go. They got a new name. Acrosure? What? That's like...
4: I can't pronounce them. <laughs> Are you think they're even from Pittsburgh, or they just hijacked the stadium? Yeah, because Heinz is actually Pittsburgh-based
2: in Michigan. Oh, sharp turn from Heinz, the iconic mm. brand that's headquartered in Pittsburgh, and founded
4: in the town just five miles away from the former Heinz Field. Well, these losers shouldn't have been putting ketchup on their hot dogs this whole time, anyways. That's a, so that's probably why. I don't like that. They also make mustard. Robert, great show, fellas. Good to be back. Van, any final words? Oh, my goodness, my friend. Too much for the time allotted. But anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening jibe with Jeff, JJ, and Marie. From the live chat, Steelers suck.
2: They Nice. Yeah, people Mm -hmm. never miss an opportunity for that. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.